0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Armed and dangerous. Ain't too many can bang with us. Straight up weed. No angel dust. Label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love to bust. It's strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling. Gambling. Up in restaurants with mandolins and violins. (laughs) We just sitting here trying not to win. Trying not to sin. High off weed and lots of gin. So much smoke, meat, oxygen. Steadily counting them, Benjamins.
2: Hey, and welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. With your host, Rod and Karen. You sure we ain't got President Obama with us? It did sound like that's how he would recite rap yes. if, he, if he listened to rap. I, I mean, I'm assuming. President Obama listens to rap because he looks like a nigga that listens to rap.
0: Yes. Of course.
2: And I feel like if, like, I feel like if he ever got one of those rap battle discussions.
0: (laughs) That's what it would sound like. Yeah,
2: he'd be like, now hold on a goddamn minute. Uh, Jay-Z said it best, okay? First of all, it's money, cash, hoes. And money and cash are the same thing.
0: Yes, yes they are. (laughs) And I got 99 problems and Republicans are all of them bitches. (laughs)
2: um now this is the first time you probably heard this voice on our show because uh, it's first time being on the show um and it only took like six 636 episodes to make this shit happen but i was dedicated this is 636 this is
1: 636 oh man i was almost on the devil's episode Uh, damn it yeah man should have held out a bit
2: i try to bring you back um you can be here for the number of satan (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh it's my man dylan um you can follow him on twitter at the dylan one uh you can go to his website the deal is on um and it's d-i-l-l is on not not the deal is on that sounds like some kind of place you can get like bargains or something um and uh you can also um like you should also know him because he's part of the deceptive comics uh Saron russell's been on the show before Mm -hmm. um And, uh, Dylan's actually the only the second Deceptive Comic to be on the show. Awesome. Um, but what's up, Dill?
1: Hey, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. man. I've, I've been listening to the show lately. I really enjoy y'all. Thanks for having me. I know it took us forever to do this. Uh, that was just, you know, I'm, I'm lazy. I take lots of naps. <laughs> I,
2: drop,
1: I uh, drop the ball a lot. I apologize. I'm no. glad to be on. Thank you.
2: Oh, man. It's no problem, dude. Uh, definitely wanted to make this happen for a while. Yep. Um, and uh yeah like behind the scenes you know like you're uh one of the people that was uh one of the most requested people that uh people wanted on the show anyway True. man. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah man like every once yeah. in a while you get that hey man you should have a Dylan on. Yeah, you know, and as you know the person that that books the show um people don't know how often that happens and it's everything in my power to just be like Nigga, I'm trying. Like, just to not be like, nigga, I'm trying. What's What's wrong with you? You think I ain't looked, but uh, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be diligent, and you gotta uh,
1: <laughs> diligent. I like what you did there. You
2: know what I'm saying? You know the deal. Um, yeah. you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be diligent, man. You gotta, uh, you gotta do your homework, and uh, you know, uh, and make it organic, man. I like it when it's natural, man. Uh, me and Dylan on Twitter have been talking a lot lately about comic books and, uh, and nerd shit and I uh, was like and then I just used that as my end I was like nigga you should do the show you should have been done the show but now you I, definitely gotta do it
1: I don't think people want to hear me talk on stage when they're there to see me so I would never think like I, I am honored that your listeners want to listen or hear from me but they need to step their standards up uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're doing uh, but I appreciate that they are that bored that they want to hear me. Thank well,
2: you. we've had Sarone on the show, yes. and uh, we've talked to Sarone. What sounded like he was outside, uh, like during slavery, like yeah, <laughs> crickets, it was, like it was crickets and and animal sounds and everything. So like. I feel like and the people love Sarone, man, like they love him. They don't give a damn. They they Mm -hmm. they they be like it's like I was out in the country talking to talking to Sarone. So I said, you know, we gotta get some of these other brothers (laughs) on here, man. I've heard you guys uh when you've all been on uh like the uh Till show. I mean not Till show um what's my man? CJ. Oh yeah 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 we did this
1: podcast a few times. So
2: so I was like, Man, these are some funny brothers, man. Uh first of all, man, can you tell us a little bit about the Deceptic Comics and how you all y'all all like came together?
1: Uh, well, it's it kind of came organically through Twitter, like we finally kind of all came together. But I knew, like, the members are myself, Dylan Stevenson, uh, Sarome Russell, as you mentioned, uh, John Minus, Mike Brown, and Gordon Baker Bone. Uh, and me, me and Mike had kind of like bumped into each other on the comedy scene. Uh, John and I had bumped into each other, like, just in the city. Uh, Sarone, we kind of all knew through Twitter. And, you know, we, we, he was coming up to New York just for, for like a weekend or something. We were like, all right, let's put a show together. And Gordon was who we got to host, uh, the show. And it just was, it just worked so well. Like it was, uh, it was so cool. Like working with all of them that we kind of just like made a group together. It was like, if you, if you listen to like hip hop a few years ago, it's kind of like how Slaughterhouse got together mm-hmm. where they were like, yo, we're just going to do a song together. And then like they kind of took what they had and I was like, this works. Let's just keep doing this. So the support was there. People wanted to see us and then they wanted to see us in other cities. And we kind of just, just made a thing of it. So thank you for all the supporters. It wouldn't be anything if y'all didn't want to see us.
0: Yeah. And because I've actually, um, seen like our fans have been, some fans have been to the show and they would yeah. say how good it was and how funny it was. And I always look at Roger be like, why can't we get these niggas down here so we can go see them? Everybody <laughs> else going to see them?
2: <laughs> yeah, we need Sarome to have more pull and bring them down further
1: south.
0: Yeah, and how did y'all get to know his his country ass? Because he he feel like he's like one of
1: us. I mean, that was just straight up Twitter. Like I know in the early days, like me and him, just like even before we knew each other were comedians, like we were interacting on Twitter and we're just cool. Uh, and you know, like every, you know, it was, just, it was just like that. Like you know, you meet people through Twitter and they just end up being cool people. And some people can make, you know, start making good business and good connections off of it. Did you ever
2: did you ever feel any like there was going to be any type of uh, competition? Because I feel like comedy, especially stand up, can be somewhat competitive. Like, how did you guys avoid the competition bug of, you know, like. Because, you know, it's like all comedians, right? If yeah. if I'm like, hey, man, I got booked on this show with Hannibal Birds, then it's like, how you do that? Like, it's not, it's not like, oh, shit, nigga, congrats. The first thing is like, well, how the how fuck do I get on the show? Yeah. Like, you can't just tell them a nigga that you roll with is me. So, like, how do, <laughs> like, how do y'all, like, keep it from being too competitive?
1: I mean, of course there is competition, but, like, we're all at different stages and levels of our comedy careers. Um, like the, the, the Hannibal Burris thing with, like, we help each other out with that kind of shit. Like, the Hannibal Burris thing for Sarom happened because he did Mike Brown's show, and Mike Brown has one of the best free shows in New York City, monthly shows. Like, if you can go see his Comedy Outlier shows with him and my man Brandon Collins, they're like, they get the big names, and like, Sarome and Hannibal were on the same show. So then Hannibal asked Sarom to come back and do his show. Like, so as far as that, like, we help each other out with that. But the competition thing, you know, I'm 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 the youngest of the group, and I've been doing comedy the least, mm-hmm. so I know like I'm gonna have like they're gonna be better than than me in certain aspects of it. And you know, I, I definitely don't think I'm one of the strongest members, and that just goes to show you how good the group is because I know I am funny, but like if I think most of these dudes are a lot better than me, then I, yeah, I'm I'm looking at it as competition. Like I need to get to their level. I don't know how the rest of them look at it, like you know, but at least for me. It's like I, I see Mike Brown, I see his hustle, like I see how long sarone has been in the game and how polished he is. Gordon is just effortless with it. like Mike John's business acumen is brilliant. Like I try to take a little bit from all of them and try to not be terrible. You, you just don't <laughs> want to be the worst one, right the, That's what it is. <laughs>
2: uh, now, how long have you been doing stand-up?
1: Uh, I think this is going to be going on four or five years now
2: yeah that the thing about stand up that kind of sucks though is like whenever you get started no matter how long you've been in it uh it feels like the goalpost always moves for when you can be good and when you can be proud of yourself Mm -hmm. because like if you're talking to somebody it's like yeah i've been doing stand up for four years then it's like oh yeah that's cool and it's like real people don't even get funny till 17 (laughs) years in so you your (laughs) shit is terrible you don't even know it. you just think you good
1: I mean, yeah, like I, I wish I'd gotten started earlier. Like I think anybody who does it wishes they'd gotten started earlier, no matter how early they get started. Like, you know, you hear old stories about Eddie Murphy, like being 18 and like just, just already being pretty much almost like as good as he is. And that like, I'm, I'm stumbling through this and you know, I got like now I got a job and all this. Like I wish I had started when I was in school and wasn't really doing nothing else. Like, you know, there's other stuff going on, but you try to balance it out.
0: What what made you make the decision to be a stand-up comedian?
1: I'd always heard I was funny. Like, if you, you know, people always say that kind of thing to you. Like But they say it to everybody. It's like, oh, you're funny. You should do stand-up. Um, but Brandon Collins, who I mentioned, who does the show with Mike Brown, uh, was producing comedy shows at the time. I went to college with him. And he just happened to be doing a show and, like, posted on Facebook, like, does anybody want to perform? And I just asked if I could. And, you know, he was my friend. So he let me get up there and... And kind of make a jerk out of myself like i I of course like practiced and stuff before but you know he gave me my first shot so i will always appreciate that it's just it's just being stupid enough to think you can
2: yeah it's it's kind of funny because people will be like oh you're funny you should do stand-up and i'm i'm like i don't want to It's like why you don't want to i'm like i like having confidence like i like <laughs> i like the, i like the ability to walk around and feel like i'm somebody and i'm funny uh like i don't want to have the experience of bombing and being terrible ever like Even if a room just didn't get it. Like I don't wanna be that guy. Like I've been in comedy clubs where the dude is funny to me and I'm dying. Yes. And the crowd is like like, for some reason it's like, you know, fuck this. Uh yeah. My my uncle died in nine eleven and today is the day it was his birthday. And I'm just not laughing today. And now like I like how do you handle if you ever have, I'm assuming you have at some point, how do you handle like, you know, bombing man when the jokes ain't going over?
1: I mean, Absolute silence is worse than booze. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, I've never been just outright like, like boo. Like, if somebody booze to you, you can react to that. You can, like, kind of, you can play off that. Like, I've been in most of the time, if I've done well, like, terrible, it's been like the silent kind of thing. Mm.
0: Everybody and, just blink their eyes and look at you. That is so, that's worse. That is worse.
1: I mean, and, and you can, you can eventually win a room back if you got enough time and you really want to try. But just, I remember the first time I did bomb, it was like the best and worst feeling in the world. Cause I still wanted to keep doing standup mm. after it, but it just, it felt terrible. Like it was just silence. Like I turned to my friend and I asked him the punchline to my own joke. <laughs> <'cause> I, <laughs> like I was doing terrible. And I was like, yo, what's the end of my joke? And he just looked at me like, Oh, oh. <laughs> And then he even told me the punchline, but it wasn't, like, I, it, he told me the end of it. Like, I wanted to know how to get to it because we knew each other's material so well. He gave me the end, and I was like, I can't do anything with that. <laughs> <laughs> I needed the road to get to. It's oh, it was terrible.
2: Oh, man, that that is horrible, man. Um, have you ever um, done a show you were supposed to get paid for and didn't get
1: paid? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you said, why don't we come down south more often? We, uh. <laughs> oh, I said, you know, we got
0: hustlers down here. So. South be working on credit. Yeah. they working on the best
1: Houston's considered the South, but we, uh, went down to do that show in Houston and things weren't what was promised to us. And we got, you know, it was a learning experience. I don't want to speak too much ill because I did enjoy myself in other aspects down there. But, uh, yeah. That yes, the answer to your question is yes.
2: First of all, that is the funniest thing about comedians. Cause like, I feel like comedians on the one hand are so brave and they like go out here and present all their vulnerabilities to the world. And they're like truth tellers and they say all the the things that people think but don't want to say. But also like, com- uh, comedy has become like so full of nepotism and you never really know who's going to quote unquote make it and get on True. that you have to also be careful about who you talk shit about because it might be like, Hey, man, remember that nigga from Houston that didn't pass? Yeah. He got a show on Comedy Central, and he invited everybody but you because nah. he heard that podcast at one it's, time.
1: It's not even like he like the dude connected to the show isn't even in like comedy at all. It's just like it's I don't there's enough. It was one of those tweet up events, and there's enough like negativity and uh, those things already that I don't want to add to it because like when we've done the ones in D.C. The, like We did two of them in D.C. They were amazing. Um we put our like it it was just we let somebody else take control of the event like they it was like they hired us instead of us kind of putting the show on okay, and, which
0: is completely different,
1: yeah, like every time we've done it in d c we've controlled what's happening in the event like we we got the uh the venue and stuff and put it all together, and we just did it before the tweet up this one they kind of like the show kept getting bigger and bigger, like originally it was just supposed to be us. And then uh, they added another comedian, felonious Monk, and they started adding rappers on.
0: And- <laughs> oh, it came a whole production. What was this, the uh, Grammys?
1: <laughs> like, it started becoming too big. And even to the point where before the show, we were like, if they got all these people and they only got like three hours to, like, they're, they're bringing us down there to do like eight minutes of stage time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, all right, if you want to pay us, like if they had paid us what they said they were gonna pay us and we did it and it was like all right y'all paid us this much to do this much time but we got down the thing got so big that it got out of hand and it was like whatever, yeah like
2: no and then like macklemore showed up and accepted y'all's money. Yeah, no, so, Macklemore Sent <laughs> 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 y'all a text yes, message.
0: He did. That dude was like, I pay in tobacco leaves. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what now what is the feeling like
2: um when you start to realize you're not gonna get paid is that like all of a sudden or do you like kind of like as things are building towards the event are you like hmm that's odd they're giving us a lot of chicken wings tonight and uh (laughs) i wonder if they think this is making up for something
1: i mean i'm at the level where anytime i do get paid to do this i'm happy right but like for that, it was like we flew down there. Like we were just hoping to break even. We weren't even hoping to like profit off it. We were like, let's just cover our plane costs and cover like the hotel and all that. Okay. Uh, so when we just, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I just went down to Houston for no reason, pretty much, because the show wasn't as good as we were hoping to be. We didn't get paid. Like it was, nice. it was just like I just went down to Houston to just see a bunch of people that I, a lot of who I could have seen on the East Coast. uh, There was, you know, there was people down there that I wanted to visit that I got to see, so it was cool. So I was like, there were other things that made the trip cool, but the reason I went down there was just complete, it was a wash. Yeah, you
2: you know, that's one of the keys to having a good uh, attitude, though is having low expectations <laughs> and
0: i feel like yeah so when they're not met you don't have like this big disappointment yeah because it's one of uh, those things where you can tell y'all on different levels because Sharon was like i called that nigga hit his facebook page i was right. gonna get my money i'm looking for him i'm gonna see I'm like, hunt I, him down you know I mean, got that's kids that's why Sharon's
1: in the group like he's the you know
0: he's <laughs> <laughs> he's after that money there, He like mr many- t
1: if anybody's going to roll up on somebody for some money like that's like no we were all upset at the time but like, this right. is months later like this is October like now is the point where I can kind of talk and joke about it mm-hmm. but at the time yeah I was tight cuz like you know I got New York rent to pay right yeah yeah we just you know?
0: completed the Houston rent
1: yeah like I got I got New York rent to pay that's, I was I was tight at the time now it's like whatever like I'm I'm past it uh but yeah low expectations is that's that's my whole like all low expectations, of everything. That's what I do. Like, Women <laughs> I date, I was like, listen, I don't know what about this you want to get with, but understand, you are making bad decisions here. Like, <laughs> right? I, I give. I try to keep people with low expectations. If people tell me it's like, oh, I just I, I follow you on Twitter, it's like, oh, I apologize. Like I apologize. That's the yeah. first thing I do. <laughs> yeah. Anybody I
2: care about that follows me on Twitter, I'm like, listen, man, I understand if you need to unfollow me. Uh, it doesn't, I don't take it personal. I will continue to be your friend. And I just want you to know that I'm, I apologize. I can't help myself. So it's not even you.
0: Do you, uh, date women and they're like, well, I don't know if I want to date a comedian. I mean, do you approach women that are like, I don't know if I want to date a comedian because I don't want all our relationship and our material on stage for everybody?
1: I mean, people have, people have said that, but like, it's usually if a girl's attracted to me, it's because she finds me funny or like, like, new and And the first part, because I don't have a lot else going for me, uh so it's usually the, <laughs> the, the it's usually the comedy in the first place <laughs> uh, but i like I don't like I try to keep stuff I don't want it to be kind of static like I don't make a lot of jokes that are like gonna hurt somebody's feelings that I know, or if like if I'm telling the story about somebody, it's gonna be so exaggerated and like not based in the truth that like nobody should get upset but We'll, we'll see how that, we'll see how that goes in the future.
2: Yeah, uh, I always used to wonder about that when I would see comedians like Greg Giraldo get on stage or like Patrice O'Neill. Cause you know, they're so honest, but then they use shit that's like currently happening in their lives. Yes. And like they have no like cooth about it. Cause that's their, you know, their voice on stage, but they're getting on stage. It's like, yeah, I'll talking to my wife. This dumb bitch. I'm like, listen, ho. I'm like, oh, she's right there. <laughs>
1: I mean, at that point, once you're the wife, you know, like you're 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 locked in for just material forever. Like that's your job. Yeah, like,
0: it it would be one of those things for me. uh If I was in that situation, I was like, you know, I'm not going to the show. <laughs> go ahead. That's what you get. If that pay the bills, right? But just know before you go, fuck you, nigga, for everything you about to say about me. All right, I'll be at the house when you get home.
2: Yeah, women are amazing like that with their egos, because I feel like that would never work the other way around. There's just not enough dudes that are okay. Like, if their woman got on stage and was like let me tell you first of all <laughs> i'm married to a man with a little dick all right and he can't make love long so um you, just they're like uh no it's not me guys oh so. yeah
0: she's she be like <laughs>
2: let me slide my ring finger slide this shit off my finger Oh,
0: or oh, oh, we the she be she be like well let me tell you he was eating my pussy and that beer oh my god it scratched the hell out of my pussy you right. girls gotta have issues with that up top ladies right you're it doing it, it right now yeah
1: you're doing be- it right
2: beards now do, beards <laughs> be scratching pussies that beards is true beards be scratching beards just be scratching.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but. I, I mean, I, I, anytime I do something that's like related to somebody, like in a real way, I usually try to prepare them for it. Even even if they're not coming to a show, like I'll let them know that, like, I was like this is what I, this is the joke I'm kind of working on about it. I hope you're okay with it because I'm gonna tell it, but it's not in any kind of like maliceful way. The one time I really did get caught up with something like that was like because I make fun of myself more than anything in my act, mm-hmm. uh, so my. My previous girlfriend and her mom were in the audience at a show. And the point of a joke was I was saying something like, the reason I don't date pretty girls is because they don't, they like, they should do better than me. And so I started saying. the reason i don't date pretty girls and then the the crowd reacted at the wrong part of it like the because because they knew my girl and her mom were in the audience the mom jumped up and she was like what you trying to say about my baby so like oh lord so it turned like it's like i was trying to make fun of myself but like i didn't i didn't craft the joke well enough to make them realize that the joke was on me and it, it was just a bad, it was real bad, bad reputation, whatever Kanye was saying.
0: <laughs> did, did she hit you with her pocketbook full of chicken?
1: No, nah, she, she, she didn't come to another show for a bit, and oh. it, it was just bad. Uh, <laughs> and, and and I learned from that. I was like, listen, if I'm going to be making fun of myself, I need to let them know. It's about me. Yeah. yeah I've had
2: know, to do that with the podcast before, uh, but it's actually much more mean. It's a lot more malicious. When I'm talking to somebody in real life and they say something so stupid that I'll just be like, listen, I'm going to talk about this on the show tonight. And I think you need to know that. So don't <laughs> listen because this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And I, and these are friends. These aren't like strangers and shit. Like I'll just be like, look, man, um, you're saying some dumb shit. And I'm going to tell everybody it was you who said it. And uh it's going to happen tonight. So you can be mad if you want to. But you should have stopped saying dumb shit five minutes ago because it's, it's reached show level. Like, I have a certain tolerance that is like, this shit ain't even that funny or that mm-hmm. serious. And then there's always a level where, like, somebody will just be like, no, because rape is okay. And it's always okay. I'm like, see, man, it's got to be on the show. You should have stopped five minutes
1: ago. Right. Like, Yeah, this, yeah if you, once you get to a certain level, it's like, listen, I can't not.
2: Talk about this. this. <laughs> yes. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, uh, that's the, that is, uh, I'm sure comedians do that a lot too, when you're having a situation and you're like, I can't believe this is happening. This has to be like material.
1: Yeah. And like, for me, sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to kind of separate things sometimes, like to even make it funny when something like real, something like it takes me a while to like, to kind of be able to craft something because I had something happen where two consecutive February's in a row, I ended up shitting myself for some strange reason by some circumstance. One was on a, a Barack Obama's second inauguration day. Oh no. Uh, when it was also Martin Luther King Day and some weird thing happened <laughs> where I ended up shitting on myself a little bit. And I was like, I have to turn this. I can't not talk about this on stage. And I struggled like for months to like make it into a good joke. And it's not. It's just. It was just me telling people that I I shat on myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a historical black history shit.
1: That's even worse if you can't make it funny and you're just telling people that now. It's like uh, this is this is just a story you know now. Right uh,
2: now, you know this about me, and uh, I feel like we are equals. Now, tell me something about yourself yeah,
1: yeah like, but but that doesn't happen on stage then you're right. up there <laughs> right
2: you have to do a whole lot of crowd work you just keep going to every <laughs> now you tell me your most embarrassing shit on myself story
1: yeah no. like
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if you tell somebody that after that you immediately become best friends anyway because are we best friends now uh we have to be because i would take that to my grave i would never uh tell anybody i shadow myself
1: uh-huh. uh on stage so I mean, yeah I mean, I got- I guess me and all the listeners are now best friends too. Everybody
2: who hit yeah, thousands of people, people, uh, y'all at the Dylan one on Twitter and you go, Hey, what's up, best friend? Cause, uh, I feel like once somebody shares something that intimate with you, uh, y'all go uh, together. yeah, close. Yeah. yeah that y'all, is y'all it. Our boyfriend, girlfriend. We are uh, poop buddies. I'm reading your bio on your site, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, s-
1: I gotta change that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how, like, how much of this is just made up and how much of this is real? Like, were you really a baby on Sesame Street?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. I was a child, a, a failed child actor for a while. Uh, <laughs> that uh, sounds
2: like the most adorable version of
1: failure. I mean, not like there's a there's a running like I was a child actor and a model. Uh, there's a running joke where Pampers, I, I was a Pampers baby, like I was on like packaging and Pampers commercials. But Pampers has started reusing my image from when I was a kid. So if you go in to buy diapers and you see like a little black kid with an Afro, there's a chance that it's me. (laughs) (laughs) And my family has like started going crazy over it. So anytime anybody that knows has seen the packaging, they'll take a picture with it and like text it to me. Like, I don't know what it looks like anymore. (laughs) It's It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing, but yeah, I was on Sesame street for a few episodes. Uh, I think like one life to live. My big break was going to be our audition to be in Little Giants. Remember the football movie with the little kids? Yes. But I, I, somebody beat me out for it and I was like, you know what? I'm done. Uh, my acting career is over and, uh, Major Payne too. I was supposed to be the black kid in Major Payne, but then that other little ball black kid won because he was better at
2: oh. saying there were people
1: in the closet than me. So.
2: My favorite thing about this story is imagining Baby Dylan, um, uh, looking through like the want ads for actors, uh, like you know, with a cup of coffee and like a five o'clock shadow, ah! like like they just ain't they just ain't calling me back.
1: You know, I wanted I wanted to uh, to get out of the, the child actor game because I saw how it messed people up. Like I didn't need fame that early, <laughs> right? End. Right. People
2: could, uh, people were warning you had like a, a three dollar a day cocaine habit, which is a lot for a kid.
1: Yeah, lot. that's you know I, I didn't man <laughs> I didn't need it. I know I I have an addictive personality. I didn't need that kind of fame and exposure. I'm glad I had a regular life. And, uh, <laughs> now now I'm, I'm you know I, I can handle minimal Twitter fame. That's that's the best <laughs> I can do.
2: Um, now also, man, you talk about a lot of nerdy stuff, man. Um, and uh, I gotta know, like, did you grow up like in the heavily in the comic books? Is this something recent? Like, how'd you get? into this shit because like i'll say stuff sometimes that i expect i don't know one to two percent of the people on twitter (laughs) to fuck with like it's just and it's like i'll just throw it out there because i can't help myself but it'll be like damn man um uh apocalypse is like the mr white folks of the x-men uh uh Lord and then like like one or two people will respond and it's it's always like you and my man Tim Dog that'll be like, You know what, man, that's yeah. a good point,
0: man. He Tim is hard on them bitches. I'm Tim like, Dog what? be on it. Tim Dog be like, he he like posts pictures. Like right. he is really into I, that.
1: I mean, I like he like he he gets to review comic books and stuff. Like, I wish I had that job. Like I wanna do that. But yeah, you know, yeah, I grew up nerdy. Um my dad used to read me like Iron Man and Spider Man comic books as bedtime stories instead of like bedtime stories so like you got the good stories did i mean like they were his old like they were all ripped up like but I, I think i think i still have some of them somewhere but yeah grew up on them for a while i had to stop reading because i was too broke to afford them oh. and now and i'm st- and i'm too broken because i buy too many but now i don't care like now i'm just bad with money so i don't care so <laughs> i like in the last like two three years I've, re- I've gotten back heavily into it but like for a minute I was, I was trying to be cool. Like, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to elevate myself past it, but like I got, I'm drinking out of a Spider-Man mug right now. Like, you know, yeah. I'm the, real with this. There's yeah.
2: nothing worse, by the way, than that comic book addiction. Cause I used to have like the <laughs> series, like honestly, man, thank goodness for buying a tablet. And shout out to Black Girl Online, dog, because like I don't buy anything anymore. But when I used to have to buy my shit, nigga, I used it used to be that struggle. I'd be looking at my wallet like, man, but the new X-Men come out and I need to know. i just got to know like i looked at the cover already i i will walk in there and be like all right i'm gonna buy two books i'm gonna buy two Mm -hmm. books just the two best books and then i'll be looking at the cover like and i'll get like and i remember in the 90s when it got too stupid where it was like oh shit they got the silver cover
1: oh yeah it was ridiculous (laughs) man adamantium covers it's like i didn't even know adamantium was real (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh y'all, embossing this shit, and it's already in plastic, which I will open and immediately withdraw the value down all the way to the bottom. But still, it was in
1: plastic at one point. Is this a, is this a satin covered comic book? <laughs> <laughs> what is this velvet? Like, come on, like, be, like, be
0: like, yeah, girl, you can take this and wrap your hair with it. Yo, your head won't
2: fall <laughs> out. The biggest thing they got me on, man, was when they relaunched uh, X Men, and these motherfuckers had five different covers for the same issue and i bought all of them (laughs) and that was when i knew i had a problem dog like i bought Ah! all of them and was and read each one like it was gonna be something different inside like Ah! oh this the one where cyclops is talking directly to magneto oh let me look at the one with wolverine the beast in the background oh wait let me it's the same fucking story what am i doing Uh,
1: i
0: don't
1: oh go ahead sweetie no, I, I, I understand. Like, I, I and I've never been the type to just collect them and like just keep them in like plastic, like because they're basically worthless now. Like, is they're never going to be like because they do so many of these variant covers, like they're worth nothing. So yes, I'm not that kind of collector. Like, but uh
2: yeah. The I, worst was I, uh, and I've told the story on the show before, but uh, I bought the original first print, black and white copies uh of um the milestone comics um the um the joints with uh like static shock hardware yeah i bought them in atlanta at a hair show didn't even know comics would be there i was going because my mom is a beautician and i was so bored i was just like mom can i please have five dollars so i can buy some comic books and i'm a little right I, I I bought it directly from the dude i forget his name uh the, for, directly from the dude who actually created the characters and like i was so broke but i was so enthusiastic he gave me so many comic books because i was just like i have five dollars sir he was just like you know what little black boy i used to be like you here's <laughs> some here's some comic books later his shit got bought by dc he died
1: all them shits worth yeah.
2: hundreds of dollars I trashed them all, read them shits till they fell apart. Worthless.
1: Worthless. No, no that's value in your memories. It's, it's in here. <laughs> right. It's, I'm, I'm just telling you that to make you feel better. That's, dude.
2: And I was the dude at school that was the, uh, the super nerd that was telling people how good they were. Oh, like, no, man, let me tell you about some real shit. You ever heard of hard web? This is black comic books, man, straight out of Flatbush made by a black man. Y'all need to stop fucking with these white comic books. Man, it was, I, I feel so horrible now, dude.
1: Oh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on the complete opposite spectrum where I, I had something that I thought was going to be worth money one day. <laughs> so, before we had, we are in this this renaissance of excellent comic book movies, even, like, where we have, like, Ones that are terrible, but they're still so much better than like the the past ones that we yes. had, like mm-hmm. in the '90s and shit. So you may remember that a certain Shaquille O'Neal steel. was pegged ah! to play Steel. Yes, I had a Steel comic book. It was like a like some limited edition joint. It got signed by Shaq. I was like, oh shit, I got a I got a Steel comic book signed by Shaq. When the movie come out, and it's a bomb, it's just, it's just shit. It's gonna be worth so much. <laughs> So that movie, they took it out of theater. Like me and my dad wanted to go see it on like a Sunday after like it came out on a Friday and it was already out of the theater. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was so bad. I like, think they
1: already took it out of the theater and I was like, damn.
2: Right. That was yeah. back when Shaq was so famous. He got video games and music mm-hmm. and everything.
1: I thought that comic book was going to be worth millions one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. And I think for me, uh, my comic book. I've I enjoy comic books, and I remember going to the comic book store with Roderick. Uh, the one over there, a little small shopping center, where me and Roderick were yeah, going and there and, and hunt. And I think that man, I finally closed that store after years. Yeah, he did. And I think for me, I started reading uh The Walking Dead. And when uh, I, we and Roderick had well, that's recent. Yeah, yeah when, yeah. when me and Roderick had started reading The Walking Dead, I bought like the graphic novels, where they like combined them up together. And so, uh, I read, I would outread him and Roger, now Roger is a comic book reader, but I enjoyed them so much. When I ordered the graphic novels, I would order like three and four and Roger be like, why are you ordering three and four? Because I would stay up to like one and two in the morning. <laughs> he looking at me, you know how you look at little kid. You be like, nigga, you got to go to school in the morning. He was like, nigga, you got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, but one more page, one more right. page. So I would just fly through them. Okay. We, I read so much. We got all caught up. Till we had to go, you know how you gotta you you binge watch a show. Now you gotta go episode by episode. So now we gotta go episode by episode. And I was looking at Roger like, um, nigga, when we gonna go to the comic book store and get the next issue? That's when I knew I had problems.
1: Yeah, you got you gotta train yourself to like appreciate them and like read slow because you'll you'll just breeze through them like dumb quick. Just like you know, let me take time, appreciate the pacing, the art. You know, it's like comic book fine wine you gotta appreciate it
2: and walking dead is like the worst for that because it's black and white yeah and they don't have a lot of dialogue typically so you can blow through a walking dead comic so fucking fast and it's like a lot of shit happened it was just drawn like it was just like and then this dude got hit upside the head with a crowbar now he's dead then he came back as a zombie and bit so-and-so and now that motherfucker's gonna have to cut his arm off the
1: end like, I mean, yeah, like I, like I, <laughs> I started reading Walking Dead, like I, I started just in the middle where they were, and then I kind of went back or whatever, and I was reading them. So it took me a couple issues to realize that dude was missing a hand. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize that like, they didn't like pronounce, they didn't say it every issue. It's like, oh, I miss, I've got a stub. Like, <laughs> it's just subtle stuff that you got to pick up on. And yeah. like, I was like, yes. wait, he don't
2: got an arm. You got, so that means you got the like graphic novel book three and then had to do a six cents moment where you were like, Wait a minute. Hmm. Wait a minute. He hasn't had her on the whole time?
1: I think he's been dabbing people up at the left? That's right. disrespectful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like a boss, you know, <laughs> like like a real G. How can anybody respect him as a leader if he's dabbing with the left, though?
1: Yeah, no. Nice. Come
2: on. Hey, man, so, um, like, do you watch the Walking Dead TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I watch
2: it. Well, what do you think about that in comparison to the comics?
1: I'm, I'm, I've I'm calmed like, comic book rage down just because... It's 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 so useless most of the time. So like I just enjoy it as a separate entity. Like I know there's people who like get mad when they don't go along the same mm-hmm. routes, or like they change things. So I just I I just enjoy it separately from the comic. Like I just I like the fact that it exists. Uh, you know I enjoy it. It's nice seeing them go in different directions with things. Yes. And then see and then see characters that like you do know get introduced in, in new ways. Like. I'm just so happy that there's so many different venues for comic books now Mm -hmm. that, like, you you have the right to have stuff that's terrible. Like, I know people don't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm like, I just like that it's there for me to not like at all. Because before, like, (laughs) a couple years ago, we didn't have nothing on TV just to complain about.
2: Yeah, I agree, man. Like, I think we're living in the golden age of nerd media. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of the nerd rage isn't really about the quality of the shit because mm-hmm. actually higher quality than we ever had when we were kids yes sir i think what it really is is that as nerds there's like a penance that we paid to be part of this culture um because it wasn't cool it's like when you meet a chick who's hot and she's like oh i love the walking day and you're like you just like you had that nerve rage inside it's like bitch I, I got punched in the stomach for this shit did you ever have your face shoved in the mud no
1: no oh nobody broke your glasses oh I don't think so and you have had even, as long as they're watching I don't care it's just the ones that just have a pair of glasses <laughs> And, and, and a t-shirt and it's like I'm, I'm a nerd now like that's that's the disrespectful thing because i'm still attracted to it right obviously I some- well
2: that's the other part that you that's <laughs> the other part that's maddening is that you're also like but you're so hot yeah like, like that's the inner voice that's all this all this negativity it's your first reaction you can't control that but no. then what really comes out is like, Oh, that's cool. I like The Walking Dead too. And then she's like, Yeah, my favorite character is Larry. And you're like, Ain't no Larry in The Walking Dead, but you hot. So uh, I don't
0: care. No
1: I, I like zombies. Cool.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like zombies. He's my favorite. I don't you, remember.
0: You're looking like it's thousands of them. I don't understand. You're like, Yeah, uh, so you used
2: to, you, you grew up a nerd. Yeah, I used to watch G.I. Joe. I love when Optimus Prime would fight. <laughs> We'll fight Skeletor. you like, <laughs> that's, that's cool, baby. You oh. know, I like that shit too. Whatever you into. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, like, I do think that's what a lot of this nerd rage comes from though, is people have that reaction, and they, and I think they don't like that, you know, as much as the quality is better, uh, they'll, they'll turn after a while where it's like, Okay, Batman Begins. That was cool. Then Dark Knight. Everyone likes that. That's great. Which means the third movie, fuck that movie, because <laughs> now everybody's gonna like this shit, and everybody can't like my shit because I got beat up for this.
1: I mean, it's it's it's, the, it's you know it's nerd appropriation. It's the same as is Miley Cyrus twerking. Like it's that same kind of vitriol that you give to it. You know? Yeah. The worst. I don't even.
2: You know what? Hot chicks aren't even the worst. You know who the people are? The worst. The worst fake nerds those fucking nba players man ah. god damn i know you ain't no nerd russell westbrook stop play stop pretending dog you know you ain't read a comic book in y'all not get some
1: goddamn lenses in your glasses
2: <laughs> right showing up with these faux glasses bow ties i'm like nigga i got punched in the nuts for that and now you get to go get all the hoes in oklahoma city something is not right here it's wrong <laughs> Not all the hoes. So I'll be happy when they catch somebody like Paul George and get him trapped. I'll be like, good.
1: Stop trying to be a nerd. I just like that because I'm a Knicks fan. You know, <laughs> I'm hoping, hoping that throws the Pacers off a bit because they're doing too well this season. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if all of a sudden he just started going like 4 for 20 every night?
1: Oh, God. That would be so beautiful.
2: <laughs> like Paul George, uh, he's in a funk. He has a lot on his mind. Uh, oh. Millions and millions of dollars at stake in this game. Uh,
1: Pace yourself with them hoes, Paul. Pace <laughs> yourself.
2: <laughs> Don't ah, knock Paul. them all down at once, sir. Uh, alright, man. Um, so yeah, go to The is on, that's where you catch up with Dylan. Um, yeah. go to Twitter and follow him at TheDillon1. Uh-huh. Um and, like I said, man, very funny dude to follow anyway, so you should already be following him
1: you no, low expectations, I, I am a dude that you can follow,
2: yes, have kind of low expectations low although expectations. i'm oh, dead serious man I, like he always has some shit that I'm like oh that's good he's clutch man um uh, <laughs> good he's a good he's a good uh good follow man, and um yeah, okay,
0: I wanted to ask him a question. You were the co-founder of an organization called Grits. Do they eat Grits? So that uh, the, the what does that mean?
1: Uh Grits was a it was a sketch comedy group that I was in and the name we were we were trying to figure out a name for our group and they played uh I f- I forget what uh, who's the dude who's the dude got the grits on his face? That had grits on his face? The, got, Al, Al Green, Al Green. Green. I gra- oh, Al Green Oh in the, and the I, shower? And Al Green song was playing in, in Starbucks and I went <laughs> we should call it grits <laughs> sticks to your ribs and then we and then we made it an acronym but you know you know how i like to get down with acronyms it, it always meant something different every show uh but you know, i eat grits you know it was mostly it was three black dudes me and two other black dudes founded it so you know
2: well you do have the acronym it, game on lock um and i saw you also uh you do you still use the hashtag to stay woke hashtag
1: yeah it's 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 for everybody it's not it's not me you know i got you know I didn't, I didn't create it it's it's just everybody should just be broke at all times you know that's what Boat, I, I thought about comes with godliness
2: i thought about like ah. tweeting whenever like i would buy something that i couldn't afford and do stay broke as, I, as, <laughs> my, as my hashtag but i was like i don't know somebody used that already you never could tell uh I yes,
1: had I invented that. <laughs> I had
2: I had that idea and then my other idea was uh and it's over now because people don't do anymore, but when people used to be like about to get in the hop hop in this bathroom real quick, shower flow was to take oh. pictures of my feet at other places and be like floor instead of flow. You know, so it'd be like shower flow and it'd be my feet and the shower.
1: I um, hated I hated the flow movement <laughs> when you were like workflow for right. money. <laughs> S- sleep flow uh.
2: <laughs> i just wanted to end it and i felt like that would have been it ended anyway but i felt like that would have been the perfect way to end so how silly it was just taking pictures of floors all over my life just like work floor i always <laughs> put it in like that too yeah but uh, you know
1: that would have been brilliant like uh, don't you just love like the kind of like the, the waves and stuff that like is popular on twitter and like the my bae caught me sleeping. No, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. One, man, that was very foolish. Mine is,
2: uh, my favorite is, uh, the, uh, the people who are trying to make thought to catch on T-H-O-T. That hole over there. Like, I, I don't know why they're trying to do it, but it's such a force because nobody talks like that. And I can't picture anybody using it in real life. So it mm. always stands out in the sentence. I feel like slang should be. Smooth, you know, it it, should, yeah, it shouldn't disrupt the flow of it's, it. Was.
1: it sounds like something I'd hear in a Dom Kennedy song and not know what he's talking about <laughs> until somebody from the West Coast tells me what's going on? Like, like my gra- my mom was explaining to my grandma what thought was over Christmas. Like, it's <laughs> it's already past the point where, like, come on,
2: yeah. And also, uh if you're from the South, you already hear thought all the time um whenever someone tries to say uh thought as in like i thought of that yeah so, so like to me that's it, what, I, that's what was. I was like these niggas are not from the south no. why do they keep saying thought i told you oh that hole over there i told you okay yeah, yeah that don't flow right
0: no it don't and it, and i'm i've finally figured out well you told me what it was mm-hmm. and i was when you said i was still like what the hell is that yeah just write it out Maybe may, may, you know i know it's twitter they try to shorthand but some shorthands don't roll over well
2: well, listen, I'll tell you what does roll over well. This is the Blackout Tips podcast, and you can find us on a bunch of places, the easiest of which, go to theblackouttips.com, you can uh, go to iTunes, Stitcher, dude. Podomatic, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, search the Blackout Tips. <laughs> you can also Sorry. do a bunch of cool shit, like leave us five-star views on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes, sir. Get it? And we promise to read them on the show regardless of what you have to say even if you hate the show yes Uh, we'll also do stuff like uh, at the blackoutist.com you can become a premium member you can donate to the show you can also do cool shit like leave comments people are already leaving comments this week you can vote in the polls leave comments on your votes in the poll the contact information is in the about section Uh, so all the non crazy people can leave voicemails and we'll play them on the show we sure will Uh, all the crazy people can leave voicemails we will not play them on the show we sure won't the official way the show is the taser an unofficial (laughs) sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme Mm -hmm. today's podcast is sponsored it's brought to you by shadow dog productions uh and it's sponsored by shorts for cancer that's right not basketball shorts yeah film shorts you've seen the trailer now buy the dvd it's priced at 29 bucks with shipping since all the money goes to cancer charities Think of it as a charitable donation. Write it off on your taxes. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually get an entertaining movie to watch thrown in. And if you want to help out, go to shadowdialproductions.com slash sc4.html. Of course, the link will be on the, on the website, theblackouttips.com. Yes, sir. I'll make sure to put the link on, uh, on Facebook and all that. Put $29 in the till and don't miss Rod and Karen's film acting debut. okay it's only a voiceover but still they rocked it (laughs) so make sure you guys do that um so you can see us
0: in a a actual you know movie Um, as far as i'm concerned this is my acting debut you ain't got to see my face for me to be acting
2: and it all goes to charity uh and i don't think i mean I guess some people might out there might be pro cancer. I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a controversial stance to have on a show like this to be against cancer. Oh, and dude. I'm sure some people are going to unsubscribe from the podcast,
0: yeah, uh, unfollow
2: me on Twitter. And that's fine. But <laughs> I got to come out of the, out of the anti cancer closet and tell you guys n- not cool with it. No,
0: you're not cool with it. Do, do people look at cancer and say thought? Mm hmm. Thumbs, <laughs> thumbs
2: down to the, the cancer is what I say. I Thumb know. Down. Yeah. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but thumbs down from me personally and the blackout tips, uh, podcast officially. It was just not, we're not really a cancer <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. guys. Um, Dylan, man, where can people go see you, man? I, I see you guys got another, uh, show coming up, uh, for the deceptive Comics.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, the Deceptic Comics were doing our first show at Foxwoods, uh, in Connecticut on Friday. I think at uh, 10.30 p.m. So if you're in the Connecticut, Boston, New York City area, you can get up there and catch us uh, out there. I, I, I'll give you guys the link so you can uh, look for the tickets. Uh, I think we're doing New York again in April. Uh, I think April 4th is the day. So if you're in the New York City area, you can catch us then. I run a free show with my homeboy uh, once a month in Brooklyn. So if you're around on a Friday, you can, you might be able to catch that. But uh, anywhere people want to see me, I'll, I'll I'll try and be. I'll try and show up. But
2: uh, cool you know, man. Make yeah, sure you guys do that there. shit. Um, let's talk about show shit. First of all, I had a business meeting today. Oh yeah, I first did. official yep. business meeting.
0: Cause we're business men.
1: Yep, business I remember that meeting. episode. I was listening. Congratulations on being a business now
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had talk with my finance guy today. Uh. <laughs> By which I mean, I have a finance guy now for the business.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a real business when you be like, Hey, I need you to help me with the finances. Right. I'm like, how
2: do I keep the IRS from taking this shit? <laughs> he, um, he making it rain
0: with change for a
2: business. Mm-hmm. That was the change rain. Um, so yeah, I had my first meeting. Uh, he wanted to come by my house to start it. And I said, that's, uh, not cool. Let's meet at Starbucks because i don't know you you know what i mean you might be crazy uh you know he turned out not to be crazy but still you don't i i don't pref- i prefer not to do any first meetings in my actual house you know Oh yeah. no
0: no we meet you at starbucks so just in case yeah. you become crazy you can try to stop me at the starbucks
2: right exactly you know he turned out to be a cool dude i actually recognize him because i played ball with him at one point
0: wow yeah you play you know what right you are like a basketball all-star superstar, man, because every time we go out somewhere, I'll be with Roderick. They'll look at me because they'll recognize me, but I don't recognize them. Then they'll look at you. They'll be like, what's up, Rod? And I'll be looking like, why is he staring at us? Rod be everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do know a lot of people from playing basketball, man. So same so, recognized
1: recognize gang.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was sorry, they wouldn't even recognize me. So, you know. That's true. Um, Probably the best fat person they've ever played with man um <laughs> which you know is a t- I'm proud of that title you know uh so but yeah i i'll uh I played ball with him man, and uh he was like it took him a second to to put it together, but here's the thing that I did, and I don't know if other people do this or not, but I got this you know, he was referred to me from a friend, and what I did was since I didn't know what he looked like and I knew we were meeting in public, I took a a selfie. And sent it to him via text, so it wouldn't be awkward when oh. I walked in. And he was like, "Oh, cool." But uh I think it was cool because then when I showed up, he was just like, "Rod," and I was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" It was, and it like got rid of the awkwardness of oh. me walking around Starbucks, going like slowly making eye contact with random dudes. Yeah.
1: Take, take, take me through the process of taking this selfie to send to another dude.
2: Well, it like. was I had already <laughs> taken the selfie. Uh for something else earlier. Uh
1: what 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 was the face? What Oh uh,
2: it was a very serious face. I I probably got it somewhere, but uh I was just looking at <laughs> the camera the way that I was looking. In my I was in this chair and I leaned back and I, I tilted my head up towards the camera and I made sure not to smile. So it was like it was like, you know, cause you can't be sending a dude no no like flirty picture or whatever. So it was like this. <laughs> and uh he was like uh okay cool man thanks for sending that you know and it worked out um uh, pretty well and plus you know he now he knows i'm black you know i got a beard uh knows i'm not gonna be wearing a suit like i like these things and oh, i feel yeah. like more people should do this no,
0: no suits at our business meetings
2: right yeah i showed up in jogging pants because i'm like i'm the one with the money yeah
1: you might, we, we you might need to, to give a bit a business selfie class i might whatever.
2: need to do, yeah business self business selfies for people out here um and you know i showed them i was impotent and uh we, we we talked for a while and um like also like the bank dude was there i opened up like my the business banking account and all that oh stuff. they came ready then did they yeah 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 they were ready man like they they knew i had money so they were willing to work with whatever it's like oh so this nigga you like most people come in with like an idea you know what i mean like yeah i want to start a business uh what do you want to do uh man like i think you we should have like jack off towels like a special brand and like i just need the money to start and it's like well well, fuck you you costing me money like we walk in and like here's our revenue stream this is what we make this how much we want to pay ourselves here's our expenses and it comes off a lot smoother so they were just like this is the, like, they were looking at me like, this is the easiest shit. That
0: was like, you I've can't ever organize. My yeah, because it's the Like, we already came with like a cash flow and all right. that stuff. Thank what, you for what, all the premium people.
1: What about, what about these towels, though?
2: Oh, the jack-off towels. Now, that is the idea that I'm keeping, mm-hmm. um, where. Be you, sure they're extra soft. Well, basically what you do is, uh, it's really more of a thermos. You know what I mean? Where you mm-hmm. take a towel and you pre-warm it, uh, mm-hmm. and get it damp. Then you put it in the thermos. And then after you have sex, instead of having to go to the bathroom, run the water till it gets warm, get the towel for you and probably her, you know, yes, depending so on how sure well you towels. know each other, you probably got to have two towels and shit. And, and then instead you can just reach over to where your alarm clock is, open up the, the therm- sex thermos, pull out the towel right there. Boom. It's already, uh, it's already warm. I want in on this. Yeah.
1: Is
0: there a pink and a blue one?
2: Uh, pink and blue, obviously for men and, and women and, you know, same-sex couples and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, we can get Dylan to be the model. I mean, he used to be, uh, a model for, for products anyway. We can just put his, film on the cover, uh, with the fro holding the towel.
1: So. I do know how to hold things.
2: Right. So I think we can, I think we can do this, man. So, uh, the, uh, after-sex towel, uh, I think that business is gonna be booming. But yeah, most people just come with an idea and then they want a loan. <laughs> And I think them niggas just get tired of hearing that shit. So when I was just like, well, actually, you know, I could go to anybody. But, you know, I got recommended to y'all. And here's the things I like, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody was like, okay, well, we can do this immediately. And I was Uh, like, well, let's fucking do it then. They
0: was happy to see you. I I bet you they was like, he is prepared. They was like, we ain't going to have to work hard at all.
2: Right, right. They did do this thing where I have to give them like, uh, five recommendations of other people with small businesses that might want to be like, uh, contacted by them. And if that lowers, like whatever fee I would have, like say the fee would be $200, it'll be like $20 if I give them this thing. So, um, I'm about to have to reach out to everybody like, Hey dog, um, do you mind if I give your number to somebody you don't have to pick a phone up for? Cause I really <laughs> like, don't want to, you can save me $180 and I think you should help me out with that. So and also, you know, if you do have a, a podcast and you want to go into business or something like that, it could help. But just in general, uh, I just need motherfuckers to be like, Yeah, he can call me and I'll hang up on him and just save me the money. That's all I need. Save me the money. Um
1: That's real shit. It's real
2: shit. But it was cool though, man. Um it's also cool because they were excited because it was a business that they had not dealt with because yeah. most people have physical you know, More old school cake. businesses, you yeah. know, um, opening up a shop for pets or some shit, right? Yeah,
0: open up a cake place. Yeah, yeah. they
2: were like, so what do you do? I was like, yeah, I do Takes podcasts. Yeah, you're right. They're <laughs> like, they were like, what do you do? I do a podcast, man. I'm like, oh, what is that? It's like, it's like an internet radio show. And hey, you make money. I'm like, yeah, I make money. It's a comedy show. And I explained all this shit and they were just like, wow, wow what's the site? And it's like a white dude and an Asian dude. I'm like, blackout tips. And only at, only at that moment did it become like, and that sounds horribly racist, but I have the money. So what are you going to do? It's too late. Uh, you are already in. The facts have proven me right that this racism works. So you guys need to, uh, to hop on board. As long as it's
1: the white guy who pays. Oh,
2: you know what I'm saying? Now get me a Danish. (laughs) Hold on, Uh, hold my phone. (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah. but uh it was fun man um you know and uh i gotta like finish paperwork and shit like that but uh in general man it was cool to have a meeting where i could be in jogging pants and get respected because i remember all the times that i was in suits at work and nobody respected me so uh, yeah, that's a complete 180 and i like this side of it better yeah when you own shit you can come in and dress how you want to be dressed they also gave me were, uh, they,
1: le- were they leather jogging pants
2: uh, no, I was not Kanye West in ah. it or anything. Uh, they were just regular jockey fans. Um, I did, they also gave me this cool thing, um, that you have to have in your business or it's a $7,500 fine. The equal employment opportunity, um, poster. I did not know that. So if you guys look behind me next to the black guy tips poster, you can now see. <laughs> The equal opportunity posted y'all, every y'all that every job has to have. Then
0: Y'all have y'all break room, y'all right. lunch room, and the human resources department on that board that everybody walks by.
2: I'm proud of that. So I have to that take, shit, I'm proud of that, too. I have to take Karen through some sexual harassment courses. Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> I had to do
2: some training. She's you been, got some videos. Yeah, you've been a little out of control lately around oh, here. Oh, Lord. This I'm is not, a professional environment.
0: Uh, am I going to sit there and be like, Oh, oh, oh! Is the video's gonna be good? The old school 1980s where they play the music.
2: Well, and- let's just say you're gonna have to cut back on some of your racism. No. Uh, <laughs> it's been uh, pretty apparent around here. And, I'm breaking uh, all the rules. Now that we're official federal agent, uh, federal i can flat for I can't be uh, rubbing you up no more sexual harassment. Right, uh, I would hate that to sue you because uh, half ah. of this is yours, and they would be like taken from myself. I may have Same. seen somebody
1: taking an office supply. I'm not gonna snitch. I'm not snitching right. on the
2: streets. Yeah. I'm not saying what happened, but I, my pins have been going kinda of low. And I hope you're not taking them out the door, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um <laughs> but that was pretty cool, man. Um sitting on the selfie was weird. Um, <laughs> and, but but I thought that was less weird than him coming to my house. Like, I was like, I gotta clean up now. Why does this work for me? Like, so um Another thing that happened this morning, or just an observation that I had, uh, there's been like all this news since, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman died about like the police are doing a search for the drug dealer that sold them like 70 bags of heroin with logos on them.
0: Come on now.
2: Which seems like the dumbest way to sell Organize heroin. Organized drugs. Like, let me brand my, my illegal shit so that I'm easy to find and trace back to, but whatever. Um, But they've been looking for him because even though this dude was an addict and rehab and shit, they just need to find whoever sold him the drugs. And I just had a really quick thought, which was, did anybody look for a drug dealer when Whitney Houston overdosed? Mm -hmm.
0: Because
2: I don't remember it. I just don't remember there being a hunt. Maybe they already knew. Like, it could have been anything. I'm
1: not sure they could have asked Bobby.
2: Right. Everybody does assume it's Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bobby, but bobby, her and bobby had stopped fucking around like he probably sold her like the first dope but like after a while bobby bobby seemed like the kind of dude that got clean and leave you fucked up <laughs> like he be talking yeah. to you like he didn't do all that shit too he be like yeah man you need to get off that shit with me it's like bobby you used to do the crack with me we did it together yeah like well now the lord is with me so uh so yeah, that happened. I thought that was crazy. Uh the other thing that happened that was crazy um uh, it drove Twitter insane. Apparently, um Paul George, a player for the Indianapolis Pacers. Mm-hmm. The guy that everybody is citing they pretend like he's as good as LeBron. Y'all niggas going to see. But um he got some stripper pregnant and she looks really good.
1: Mm
2: and i learned some things about people um dylan i don't know if you understand how this works and maybe you can explain it to me but is there ever is there a certain level of looking good that means that you do not you do not wear a condom or withdraw your penis in a woman because i didn't know that it was the deal
1: i mean i usually don't get to put my penis in that quality of woman anyway Mm-hmm. Uh so I am not an authority on this but that seems to be a thing that you know there's a twitter page like uh, you know they have all these posts bad bitches accounts and there's one that's would you pull out that yes. twitter and it's basically just proposes a moral conundrum I don't need that when I'm looking at a woman I don't need a whole moral conundrum while I'm objectifying her as an object right <laughs> you know that's just that's just causing me more thought
2: also as a person that has had my penis inside of somebody without a condom um <laughs> all, all the vaginas are not want to pull out a bull. you know like yeah. all all of them once you're mm-hmm. in you're already in there and um it feels real good that's what the sex thing is about And you don't want to pull out because it does feel
0: good. That's why. Regardless of who she is. Like,
2: people were saying this. Like, I don't know you alls baby's mothers. Like, they not all this good looking. Like, unless the bar is real low and I just don't know what the bar is. But that's not how my penis works. It's like, this feels good. I just want to stay in. And you have to have a fight with your penis. Like, this is crazy. My future is on the line.
1: You know? I I, I don't want to think of it as pulling out. I like to think of it as pushing away. mm -hmm. You know? Sometimes you got to push away. From the bad future, you, right. know, you, you launch yourself. If you pull, it's not—it's not the same power. If you push off,
2: yeah. I mean, and
1: then, and then the, go for a dis now.
2: The truth of the matter is, look, <laughs> uh, women have all the control in this arena. Because if she does that leg lock move, man, like right before you come, <laughs>
0: that's leg lock. that leg lock—that
2: shit is undefeated. It's un- more There are more accident babies here of that leg lock move than anything in the history of man dog like the leg lock work dog they just be like no stay in you be like you're right
1: That's so why you gotta watch WWE you know you gotta learn how to like Kurt Angle used to like flip him over mm-hmm. and then you got her in a leg lock so you know you got to you gotta do something cause the, it's it's a wrap
2: for leg like once the leg lock is on you dog it's a wrap it's,
1: you, they know what they doing did you
2: tap out yeah and like people were judging this woman I was like, look, this is what's wrong with these bitches, these stripper hoes out here jump offs, trapping on. these men.
0: Mad cause wish- a lot of, one of a lot of those women, did these dudes just fucking wouldn't even glance your way, nigga. Mhm. Yeah, I think it is jealousy. And it, I really do think it is because, like you say, if you would found these people's baby mamas and all this shit, you be like, uh, oh, nigga, she's not a fraction, and, and it's not judging that mm-hmm. woman, but it's like you bashing this gorgeous woman like she ugly this makes no sense
2: well you know what's funny is i had a dude tell me because i was like i don't understand why this is that big a deal because niggas at safeway have impregnated twitter uh, ch- uh like twitter strippers and shit before like come on now i don't think that that's some new shit
1: like i mean mm-hmm. listen i know the amount of time i spent just trying to get strippers on grand theft auto mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna judge nobody you know i know once i hit up down left right B the right way and i got the numbers on grand theft auto <laughs> i was nice you know I'm right just, i can't i can't handle them for doing it in real life
2: yeah i can't be mad dog so it was one of those moments where I was like, I, like, I think I figured it out today, right? I, I thought about the shit. Uh, my mind was racing because I was like, why are these men so mad? Cause one dude, this dude told me for real. He said, I said, look, this nigga's is a safe way. Like, at least this dude is rich enough to afford to lose, uh, uh, twenty percent to thirty percent of his salary.
0: Come on, most people can't afford that.
2: And he was like, He can't afford it, man. Think about it. He got an entourage, taxes, an attorney. <laughs> I said, Hold up, entourage? That's not that's not optional now. Anyway, um that is optional. I was like, but you're talking about twenty percent of millions and millions do- of dollars versus uh ten thousand like, vers- yeah versus
0: a nigga that works at walmart It's you know twenty percent of his shit means he on the streets ain't that the truth twenty percent mean instead of a four hundred dollar check you got a two hundred and fifty dollar check right and i
2: said at least he can afford it and i know karen's math is off but come on yes guys. it is <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um it's 320 oh but, my bad it's fine but um i was like listen man um you are being stupid, and it's because you know this shit gets caught up with dudes. Are like women are always getting over? Women are always fucking niggas up, blah blah blah. And this is what I realized, dog: it's jealousy. Mm-hmm. Because if the shit was flipped, and we as men could trap these women, I wouldn't even have went to college, nigga. I would have been trapping <laughs> since trapping, been trapping, dog. I would have been spotting them out when they were like ten, like. Mm, she like she got potential to be a earner. What do I have to do to trap her ass now? And now I dudes that do that. Yeah, well nah do very few. Is it well, is the thing. You can trap a woman, but you need her help.
0: Yes, you do now. Which is
2: completely different. Like, I can't make you have a kid. You can nope. be like, I'm not having this kid. True. Uh, but and I and also like and there's some courtrooms where they won't even like I could be like I won't take care of my kid you like you're not fit you can't take care of your kid she don't want you around the kid but a man can be trapped by a woman because once she's pregnant it doesn't fucking matter what you think
0: now that's the truth
2: on that Paul one. George supposedly offered this woman a million dollars
0: shit that ain't gonna cover I yeah don't I was I said when I read that I said this nigga wasn't even serious. No, cause he was, cause he wasn't trying to set her up. Yeah. She looked like nigga, a million dollars, that's not gonna cover a goddamn thing. What's that,
2: like two weeks? Two weeks of pay? Like Come of course. On. Of course she said no to that shit. She laughed at that. She's like, What yeah. why you would tweet, do you do so?
1: If you, you tweet insurance save thirty enough, you know, you might get that. You know, you know, that's that's that that's the sweepstakes money. Right,
2: right, exactly. Yeah, that's nothing. She probably started laughing and shit and posting stuff on Facebook about the Lord and going to church now and shit. Like she probably completely changed everything about her life on that dude. Uh when just a week before she was probably like an atheist and now she's like, you know what? Uh the blessing of life is a miracle no matter
1: when it comes. Ah! What what if she cares about him? We don't we even thought about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. She might she might have thought they was in love.
1: That's true too. And then he
2: hit her with that million dollar
0: ultimatum. And she was like, you know, yeah. my love is a little worth more than a million.
2: But look, here's the deal, dog. Um dudes are jealous they wish, we we wish, we could do it. And I actually respect women more because of this. Because I realize that y'all have way more morals and dignity than the average dude. Because if we could trap y'all, it would not be a game on these streets. Yeah, true. It would not be a game, dog. Like, if you reverse the fucking polarity on this shit and dudes were the ones trying to trap women, I would be at every like meeting at, like i was hanging outside of offices like know, ah, oh, what you doing there, put girl? on a suit for no reason yeah what you what you doing now like because like women like they go for like nba players i would just start at like manager at walmart like i could probably get some free toys like an xbox one when it come out like i would probably be trapping several different women at the same time you know what i mean like it just I think men have less morals in this area anyway. Mm. And when you see these dudes get mad, it's just that hurt. We just wish that we had the ability to trap the shit out of you. It's not the ability to give life or anything poetic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing about that.
2: Just the ability to trap y'all so that y'all couldn't go nowhere. That's all it would take. And I'm not even talking about good looking women. We wouldn't <laughs> even be like, you would see niggas that would work out constantly and trap like uh, overweight women that are like, uh, uh, that are like mid-level managers at a bank. That's the kind of shit we would be ah. doing. We would be so bad. Like, it, we wouldn't be aiming our high. Sh- I'm gonna get Lisa Leslie. Try that shit if you want, nigga. I'm about to give this girl who works at Safeway some dick because
0: I can get free shoes. Ah.
2: I just need free shoes
0: getting cold out I, I need am. a bank loan. That manager at BB&T looking right. right. Girl, you work at Foot Locker? As
1: long as you got a plan
0: right when
2: them jordan's come out you know but anyway i just that was my theory today so but niggas got mad at me for saying that shit um but a lot of women thought i was right i'm just saying and they and they do need to be applauded because i don't know how y'all do it a pussy is like a lottery ticket i would be trying to cash my shit in i would never get married i would never get married why why you got this fucking thing that could get like half of niggas everything you know what I mean? people like how many stupid people i run across that i'm like that dude is a fool whose money needs to be parted from him i'm a man i don't have a way to get to his money women have a way it's a great equalizer that's true too now i'd be out here man i would be (laughs) fucking i would have all these motherfuckers money. sucker
0: and his money
2: yeah soon depart i have motherfuckers thinking they in love and shit then just as soon as i get pregnant i'll be calling them and dancing and shit Be like, (laughs) right. I'm late. Like with all the A's in the text. I'm late. (laughs) Smiley face. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about some other shit that happened, guys. Okay. My man, Justin Bieber, making news Mm. again. Mm. Uh, he's, like I said, he's adopted the worst parts of black culture. Uh, so you really have to give respect to Molly in hindsight. (laughs) <laughs> At least she took some of the good shit. Ugh. Uh
1: the
2: good shit. The captain of his uh uh plane, his private jet that got pulled over the This thing got pulled over in a private private jet, by the way. Can in a just, private jet? Yeah, just think about it.
0: How you go how you how you get pulled over in a jet? Was he in the air and it was like pulled over?
2: Right. The when he got to the to the airport, they stopped him. Oh, okay. Um uh, the pilots were forced to wear oxygen masks. Because they were smoking that much weed in the plane. (gasps) Mm -hmm. He, He warned passengers, including Beaver, on several occasions to stop smoking marijuana, says the official reported incident. The captain also stated he needed to request that the passengers stop their harassing behavior towards the flight attendant. And after several warnings, asked the flight attendant to stay with him near the cockpit to avoid any further abuse. The flight attendant stated the passengers, including Beaver, and his father. Him yeah, and his damn daddy. His daddy enabler like shit, man. Yes. he His daddy on his payroll, ain't he? I, I probably. I mean, how are you not? This nigga is rich as shit. Man, like, at this point, I'm just glad he's not black. Because I feel like if he was black, man, people would be internalizing this and talking about how he's setting us all back and shit.
0: This wouldn't have went that far. No, no, no. If he was black, all this shit he's doing no no ain't no speed racing going on ain't no egg ain't no egg in nobody's house they'd uh they'd uh be like all right come in mr bieber and put him on his private jet and shift his ass right on back to canada you don't belong here no (laughs) way and you dog too you think you think that little nigga be cutting a fool like this across our country and you don't even live here no okay you're
2: right yeah they probably would sit drake home by now
0: yeah come on now uh
1: canada's tripping right now though
2: it is man drake was throwing shit in the club like you know this nigga smoking weed on a on a flight like like how does that like do the pilots tell on you when you hit the ground they probably or like, have
0: to you know because you know they probably have planes are so i guess technical now i'm pretty sure that the the sensors were going off you know because <laughs> it was like ding ding ding, um pilot uh, we're getting a sensor that there's smoke on the plane yes it is smoke on the plane it's weed smoke right I mean, I guarantee you somebody was like, something's wrong. Why are all your sensors going off on your plane? They also, the, the, oh, the privilege
1: <laughs> sensors were going off. That's just so much <laughs> privilege. Be, uh,
2: oh. There was also, uh, they also said that, that Justin Bieber and his friends were extremely abusive verbally and that, uh, the flight attendant said she would not work another flight. So, you know, they was calling her bitch and shit. Hey, bitch, get us some drinks to go with this weed, bitch. Uh sir, can I just get you uh like a moist towel or a pillow? You can suck on my moist towel with them pillows, bitch. Listen. Sex towels? Right. Mr. Beaver, oh. sir, your son is right here. Can you please start ah. talking like that? Um but yeah, Justin Bieber.
0: Um, oh, and did you hear too? Uh Justin Bieber was trying to party up in with Super Bowl with the five parties and everybody turned him down, even um Jay Z party. Everybody was like, "No, you are you acting so much like a nigga. We're gonna treat you like a nigga. No, you are banned from our parties. Don't be bringing that foolishness around us." I wonder if he's just trying to
2: grow up, and this is how. Like, I think these child stars go through this phase. Cause, cause,
1: cause, cause look how they reacted to Philip Seymour Hoffman dying. If Justin Bieber dies in your watch. You're getting the death penalty. like right. <laughs> right. He died
2: at
0: Jay-Z's party. All these niggas are going to jail immediately. Yeah, uh, yeah they was like, we don't want to be accountable. Right. You get in here and, and say some shit and act reckless. We're getting sued over that. They was like, we don't, we don't see you pee on shit. We don't see you, you know, cut a monkey. We don't see you deface shit. You are not doing this and happen and, and we are held accountable for this. No. What
2: are the odds? What are the odds that Justin Bieber calls his father Jeremy? Like 97%, mm, 98%,
0: hundred
2: His dad
1: probably calls him Mr. Bieber.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bieber, is it okay if we, uh, if we can, if I smoke some of this weed with you? Shut up, Jeremy. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, here's another Hollywood story, scandal going around. Uh, Dylan Farrow, the woman who, uh, was sexually abused by Woody Allen, allegedly, uh, she wrote a uh like heartfelt letter about like what is act like a recount of exactly what happened. Questioning mm-hmm. Hollywood, saying like how y'all celebrating this motherfucker with after he did this to me. And I just gotta say, man, I feel like the new cowardice is the we'll never know what happened. <laughs> you know, yeah. like like who the fuck? Because people were really like, well, you know, uh, it was the mom using a seven year old. This is 20 years later. She's a grown ass woman who harbors 20 years of shit just for just to fuck with a guy. Like, it's not like she's going to be able to go to trial over this. Like, um, a lot of times, like the people that do sexual abuse to kids, they prey on the fact that they can't really relay what happened to the police yeah, they, or to they, authorities. Yeah. They, you know. they
0: can't really, they're not good at testifying. They're right. not good at remembering facts and shit like that. And and, and the the thing about it, about... Uh, the whole situation that makes me mad is that people want to excuse child abuse, and and nobody wants to admit that. But when you go where we went, there we don't know. You're literally excusing child abuse. Yeah, if you're
2: good enough at something and you entertain people, they don't give a fuck. You know? It's no, like, they don't. Uh R. Kelly did the best national anthem of all time. It's hard to hold Shoot. that against a man, even if it's on camera and you see him pissing. It's like that could have been his brother. I don't know who it was. Whoa. Yep. And, and, Anything could have happened.
0: And and the thing about it is very frustrating. Uh, when people treat child abuse, like rape, I didn't see it. I wouldn't ask. I don't really know what happened. I just, I just don't, here's the
2: thing. I'm not saying you have to believe her. I just want people to try to rationalize how anyone can hold something like this for 20 fucking years, never speak about it. And then write about it, uh, 20 years later. And then you go bullshit you never know 50 50 could be who harbors that type of resentment like nobody like i don't like there's people i'm mad at from last year that i've already let that go <laughs> you know what I mean? like who know like he did that shit he fucking did that shit man i don't know it's like the new cowardice is to be like i like his movies so he who knows he maybe he didn't it's like i don't know dog he married teenagers come on now more than one plural uh he he talked about you know made a joke about sleeping with uh mm. teens uh, in an article a long time ago and now this shit is happening and the entire family is like this nigga did it and everybody's like i don't know man blue jasmine was real good <laughs> i don't know bro anyway i
0: don't know I, I and i guess I because i'm not a big woody allen fan i thought the nigga was dead Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, for real, when that was like Woody Allen, I was like, "Oh, they're giving this award because he died." I was, I looked at him, I was like, "He's still alive and making movies." That show you how much I give a fuck.
2: Yeah, he's like seventy eight. I'm sure Woody Allen's
1: still alive. They just been concealing it. <laughs> right.
2: Yes. He's like seventy eight. His wife's probably like twenty. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's still alive and um, he's still getting awards and shit and puts out a movie every year. Um, a lot of people. Uh, the funniest thing to me is he works with a lot of comedians. And, like, it's funny because comedians are, like, the most, like I said, on the one hand, the most brave people. They talk about shit where you're like, oh, my God. Can't believe you just said that. You shit on yourself? You crazy niggas? Black History Month. Who said that? uh, Some dude. mm. And then later, like, it'll be like, uh, you know, I'm disgusted by pedophile. Like, uh, fucking, um, for example, Andrew Dice Clay on Face Down, Ass Up. Has a whole bit about Woody Allen marrying his daughter mm-hmm. and being like, "Yeah, this dude's fucking sick." He was in Blue Jasmine.
1: I mean, that's like that's like Jay and and Nas doing Black Republican together, you know? Right. You know, they ah. did, uh, uh, they smashed the beef, did a project together. Woody Allen's going to put him on Def Jam. Just, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, It makes you feel like it's wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. yeah, I guess you don't believe any of the shit you said when it comes to this check, because, like, fuck it. Like, And I think he's powerful enough to get enough people paid that Hollywood is acting like this shit didn't happen. And so that's, I believe, what led Dylan Farrell to writing this open letter questioning Hollywood. And like I said, I haven't seen... It's crazy how many think pieces I've seen written that are like we'll never know, or Shit, some people were even flat out being like, She did she is lying, or the way she wrote uh Stephen King, I think, wrote uh that she came off bitchy uh in the in her writing about you know the sexual abuse that happened to her. You know, should have yeah, been Yeah,
0: well, when you sound a little angry if yeah. you got and 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 the, I needed
2: to be a little, little unbiased, Karen, okay? I need a little bit. Can she just do this? Sounds like yellow journalism, like she's taking a side against the abuser and i don't know if i'm cool with that uh can you just write it write it again and take that tone out
0: and the 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 thing about it is that if you can do something that can make people money people are willing to forgive your actions even at the cost of destroying other people's lives and that's the most fucked up shit because The stuff that happened to her, you would not accept this happening in your household, your family, your children, your mom. You wouldn't accept this, but if it's happened to somebody else, oh fuck it. Who 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 cares if as long as he signs me another check?
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds like, man. And people are defending them like, you know, because they're, you know, they're Hollywood people. You know what I mean? It's like I work with this dude or I respect his work, so therefore he I'm gonna say he didn't do it. Um, there's a new app. Speaking of the planes, uh, with Justin Bieber, there's a new app <laughs> that makes it easier to join the Mile High Club. I <laughs> heard
1: about that.
0: So there is really such thing as the Mile High Club?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That where you fucking a plane?
0: That's what I thought. I, that's why I was thinking this some shit that they made up, but they really got a Mile High Club.
2: Yeah, there's an app called Wingman. designed to increase your chances for steamy airplane bathroom hookups if if bathroom hookups especially on airplanes are ever actually hot because i mean there's not a lot of space in there
0: no it's not
2: um but uh yeah the model modeled after the popular app tinder wingman allows you to make a profile and browse for hotties on your flight thus eliminating pesky hindrances like seat proximity that might normally prevent you from making a move once you find someone you like, it's up to you to bust out your best game and charm them into an air in air romp. Um So yeah, you just you know that
1: don't sound sexy at all. I'm I'm not baller enough to ever buy the Wi-Fi on, on the flight. So <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's yeah. It feels like your chance would be a lot lower because like a lot less people probably have the Wi-Fi than you think, and like the hot chick doesn't have it. So now. You're looking at this grandma, like, you trying to make it happen or not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, did you hear about Jeremy, uh, I mean, Jeopardy, uh, contestant Arthur Chu and his, uh, his tactics that, uh, are pissing everybody off?
1: What do you, what happened?
2: Uh, his name is Arthur Chu. He's 30 years old. He's bad boy Jeopardy. Yeah. Bad boy Jeopardy's
0: Jeopardy. He's pissed even. Oh shit. What's the bad? He like even this. pissed off Alex Trebek. Oh, now you piss him off. He, you, this is something serious going on.
2: What he does is uh taking this cue from past Jeopardy champions, Chuck Forrest and Keith Williams. He bounces around the board in order to confuse the other contestants. Oh,
0: versus just knocking out a whole category.
2: Right, because Jeopardy is like, you know, f- basketball for, you know, 100, for 400, for 600, 800. Well, for him, he'll just be like, let me take the highest one. Because normally the um like the I forget what it is, like daily double is in the higher harder brackets mm-hmm. so he racks up the daily doubles to start off mm. <gasps> oh. so his opponents can't get it oh. which makes the game less fun because he's kicking people's ass yes and it's and
0: and, and there's no competition,
2: oh my God, that is so good. <laughs>
0: But if you're going to be an ass, that's the way to be one.
2: They say he's so intent on winning that he will hit the buzzer before Alex Trebek can finish reading the clue.
0: (gasps) Mm. You know he looks at him and rolls his goddamn eyes.
2: Oh, man. That's so good, man. And he says he has nothing to apologize for, dog. It's like, shit. Y'all ain't got no rules against this. I'm winning this money. Uh, I got a hundred and two thousand so far, <laughs> and uh, the next show doesn't air until February twenty fourth. But he's probably gonna keep kicking ass in that too, man. Um, so once his
0: run over, they're gonna ban his ass for, for coming on the show again.
1: Yeah, oh, I hope man. he knocks up a stripper and has to give twenty percent for the winnings. Up,
2: a- how can he afford it? <laughs>
1: um, President yeah. o- the President
2: Obama does another practical thing. I don't know if you remember these things called bank fees. I used to get them a lot. President (laughs) Obama was like, y'all need to cut that shit out. And now I don't get them. Hell yeah. You know, I used to be scared. I'm serious. Like I remember the, I remember, and I'm sure other people still go through this, but I remember when it was a matter of life and death, the, uh, check where you write over the amount Mm -hmm. at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, uh, how much over the amount can I go? Meanwhile it's twelve people behind you, babies (laughs) frying and shit. It's like, uh sir, you can go up to twenty five dollars over the amount. You're like, All right, so let's see, that was sixteen oh one. Or more likely, that was one dollar twenty seven cent. Uh so plus twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. Okay. I need to write this for twenty six, twenty seven. Uh is that right? Ah. Like like I remember those embarrassing days. It's like no, you know, you wanted to almost turn around and be like, I have a job, I get paid in two days, I just need <laughs> to check not to clear for two days. I'm sorry, everybody, but I gotta get gas. My shit is on E right now. And if I don't if I don't get gas, I won't make it out this parking lot. I remember those days.
0: Yeah, and it was one of those things where uh the banks
2: mm-hmm.
0: actually Ching on that, and they actually have computer. We talked a little dad about this computer program. They used to
2: manipulate when your charges would come through and put stuff out of order to get the most fees they could get. And I remember when they switched it to that shit, where I was like, "Well, shit, I got ten dollars in there, and I wrote that check for eight dollars, but fuck, I wrote another one for two dollars. So I mean, for twelve dollars. So when that one clears, I will probably get a thirty-five dollar fee. Then you looking at seventy dollars of fees? Why? Because twelve dollars went through first, nigga. That's why." Then we, then we went through with the $8. I was like, that is fucked up, man. Nobody yeah. does math that way. No. <laughs> if you, if you, if I had $10 in my pocket and you was just like, Hey, man, uh, I'm going to give, uh, I need you to give me eight of them or 12. I wouldn't be like, well, let me give you just the 10 first and then I owe you two. And then, then we do the eight and, uh, charge
1: I'm, you the fee. I'm, I'm confused listening to you right now. Exactly. So.
0: Yeah, it's 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 one of them things where you know what? Fuck the banks, and I'm sorry if you work for the bank. But Obama
2: changed that, and, and that was a very practical thing. Nobody yes, because they was killing. And, and nobody both, brings it up because people are too busy being like, you know, the if you have seven children on the health care, it's completely different than with six. Is like, how about no bank fees, nigga? Like, how about that as just a thing that used to annoy me, and now it's done. He's no all new f-
1: fees, no new fees, no new fees, no, no new I
2: fees. Want. That's all I want, baby. Now. He's uh proposing a law where you have uh uh tougher cybersecurity. Cause, you know, niggas had cars at Target, bought Xbox Ones, came home, now they can't pay their rent. <laughs> That's the truth. Like little shit that he's doing. It'll be convenient. It'll make my life a lot less worrisome. But nobody's gonna give him credit, man. Talking about giving credit. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm getting old, Dylan. You're only what twenty-seven. Yeah. All right, man. I'm gonna put a picture in the chat. I'm gonna get your, I'm gonna get your feelings on this, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a thirty. I believe I'm a
1: thirty-six. I, I, I already think I know what it is. I think I saw you comment on it earlier. But I look at the picture again if it's, if it's yeah. what I think it is.
2: Uh, I'm a thirty-six-year-old man. These two ladies, scantily mm. clad in the chat, Hercules, are Eddie Murphy's daughters. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're gorgeous. Right yeah. now, see when I look at this, the first thing I think is poor Eddie Murphy. Yes, sir. Because I'm old. I used I'm... to look at this and be like, mm, "I want to pull my dick inside her." Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm like, like these precious
0: little babies.
1: I'm trying to figure out this trapping thing you were talking about earlier. <laughs>
0: You want to let him stay in. <laughs> and, and, and Eddie Murphy's like, nigga, now nah, I gotta get more bodyguards.
2: Yeah. Paul George looks at this and goes, 40%? I don't give a fuck. That's
1: no, tough for, for both of them?
2: Yeah. I got, I got enough. But, but I look at this and I just go, Oh, these poor little babies look, you know, how is Eddie going to take this? I remember when it started, it was when, uh, Chippy D did porn oh. and it was like, that's Larry Fishburne's, uh, uh, kid. And I was like, Oh, no, not. The cowboy dude from fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse? No, can't be having porn star kids.
1: That that was different for so many reasons. Well, uh, yeah,
2: well, I didn't want to put my dick inside her, but I'm just yeah. saying in general, I was thinking about the dad. That's never happened before. But uh, yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy's daughters, man, they they out there busting it open, bro.
1: They are lovely young women.
2: Mm-hmm. And I wish nothing for the best. First of all, i looking at these both of these ladies. I respect their minds and uh you know uh their opinions on things and uh, i i respect their right to express themselves in whatever format they would like
0: yeah but they body's also banging too they're pretty women i mean i, didn't, just, even, I didn't even notice
1: that but if you're gonna say that yeah, sure. maybe, I, maybe yeah. they are whatever
2: they're okay i guess uh yeah, i won't right. call them ugly you know what i mean <laughs> uh they look like they just want to party all the time uh yeah that they opinion. do um but uh yeah so i thought that was crazy Uh, Pussy Riot, speaking of crazy, is out of jail. Out on bail, fresh out of jail, California, dreaming. Uh, they came to New York City because we won't lock them up. Uh, and they were talking about the conditions in Russia, um, during, you know, because they got, they got let out basically because it was bad press. Mm -hmm. And during, which I will give America props for this because, I do think it's mostly bullshit that we be like gay rights, nigga. We, we about that in 18 of 50 States. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I will give them props. We put a lot of pressure on the international community. Uh, I watched this documentary called, uh, they call me coochie about, um, I want to say it was Uganda and some of their harsh treatment of, uh, homosexuals and transgender and queer and stuff over there. And, um, it was fucked up, and if it wasn't, they were gonna pass legislation because, uh, which ironically, people come from America, uh, evangelizing over there and turning the entire culture into just this huge homophobic hysteria, uh, accusing gay people of being pedophiles, spreading, uh, AIDS and stuff to children. Wow! Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Well, um, if it wasn't for the U.S. intervening and being like, we will cut off any aid that we give you guys internationally, uh, they would have passed the law that, you know, you basically could lock up people for being gay, put them in prison and kill them, hang them. Yeah. Yeah. It's real shit. In
0: 2014?
2: Yeah. And it it really was on its way to pass if not for us and some of the other people in the international community intervening. Well, same thing. We put a pressure on Russia and they released, uh, Pussy Riot because obviously it makes them look bad.
0: Yeah. Cause the Winter and, and the Winter Olympics is something about to happen yeah, over there.
2: Yeah. They've been in jail for two years they went to new york and immediately started shitting on russia these women are gangster as fuck
1: they need to sign the death row records get with suge
2: dog are you see if you put me in two years of anything i'm humbled when i get out i'm like you know what dog on some real shit bro i don't even want to talk about gay stuff no more like if y'all could just like ask somebody else like i just want to do my music about not gay shit no more you, you
0: know what I, I, I think for these women they was like motherfucker you only let me out because you were pressured fuck you and they can say we in america do something now bitch <laughs>
2: yeah but that's still way more gangster than me is all i'm saying that's <laughs> all me too but yeah my ass would have been like ain't really nothing wrong with russia bro i don't even know why they got a bad rep uh everything is cool with me i mean on some real shit i don't even fuck with gay people bro i like i don't even know how y'all heard that <laughs> uh them songs was ghost written like i don't write shit about no rights Uh i don't believe in rights uh ah, i you know i actually like the the less freedom for <laughs> society the better oh lord because mr putin i learned my lesson fuck that two years for on principles nigga please she, these women
0: are bad as shit man yeah they they came out of jail angry yeah they
2: on the daily show talking shit you know they watching that in russia somewhere like they got a stream or something. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is like, these motherfuckers don't, they want to go back to prison. But, uh, and you know they're going to lock them up soon as the Olympics, soon as the Olympics are over. If they land in Russia, they going straight back, back to jail.
0: prison. Oh, yo, oh, they're not returning.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, man. I much, so much respect to those ladies, man. Speaking of music acts, mm-hmm. the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, base bassist flea admitted that, um, they mind playing their music.
1: They didn't actually play during the Super Bowl.
2: Well,
1: neither did Peyton Manning, so. That That is good. <laughs> nah, no, he, he played his ass off.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he played alright. Uh, yeah. I thought he was embarrassed. Oh, I mean, I don't want to say that. Uh, I thought it was weird what happened out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Flea admitted that, uh, these niggas didn't even have an insurance plug in. I- which is how they got caught everybody was watching the tv and it was like why is the guitar not plugged in but it's booming through the stadium and he was like oh that's because i wasn't playing it Say so, <laughs> you're outraged because i'm not outraged at all but oh, okay. a lot of people got mad now i don't i don't okay. i don't believe i don't believe in the make-believe of hollywood i don't think any of those motherfuckers really sing come on uh, now. it was like two degrees out there and shit these niggas came out with no shirts pitch perfect yeah i said yeah like it, it Real talk, man, if it's 50 degrees and I have no shirt on, if I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm coming out there like uh, give, 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 give it give it weight give now
1: give well, it a, give, that's, that's, That is that is white people outside <laughs> Yeah, cold weather. Let's not forget that. That's true, man that but
2: I don't think, uh. I've never seen them singing. Now, if I saw these niggas skiing with no shirts on, no problem <laughs> no. They were out jogging in two degrees but singing is hard, man I remember when it was cold and um uh Beyonce had to lip sync at the inauguration I was like oh, fucking course she had to lip sync it's two degrees I don't give a fuck how good you can sing nobody sings good going into hypothermia and shit <laughs> it be terrible you know the internet in this day and age they gonna shit on you anyway knowing that you like yo it's too cold out there oh she lip syncing damn man that's fucked up okay don't lip sync oh, amazing grace see man she should have lip synced dog what's wrong with her you know it's ah. cold Anyway, we got games to play, Dylan.
1: Let's do this. Oh this is your first. It's, it's go time.
2: First time playing games, man. Oh snap! I wish you luck. Okay. The first game is easy because all we do is talk about something and then we we decide to score. This game is called uh, <sighs> "Fucking with Black People." Fucking with black people. I just realized. I hope the sound works because if not, I gotta call Dylan back. Let's see if it works. Let me okay. let me know if you can hear this. Oh, you these Nope. Let me, let me. Uh, hold on, Dylan. Let me call you right back, dog. I gotta get the right, sound right. I might be here. All right, only take a second.
0: <sighs> Why does it do that? I don't know, man. But
2: let me call him back and see if it'll work this time. I just think it's some, some setting on the computer. Yeah, Dylan, you there? Yes, I am. All right, let's see if this works now. Hold on. Oh no, didn't work that time either.
0: Is this like uh-huh. an every other day damn thing?
2: I don't know. Give me one second, uh, to check my control panel real quick. Um, live on the air. Um, yeah, because
0: sometimes,
2: sometimes. Uh oh. Come on. Oh, oh, no. Nah, nah, don't, don't, don't turn on the echo thing, cause, uh, it's gonna echo for the chat room. So, hold on one oh. second, let me see here. Sir?
1: <laughs> this is why the chili peppers didn't plug in.
2: mm This is how it happens. This, I should've <laughs> just, I should've just, just pantomimed this shit. Um, <laughs> get, to, get, to, get, get, to, get, get to know you. <laughs> all right g- give me one second man i'm gonna have to call you back one more time let me see. i'm just
1: gonna be over here chili peppering
2: all
0: right
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right let me see if
2: uh what's going on with this thing yeah because
0: like one day we'll I want money. If I- yeah like it'll work
2: up. sometimes i think maybe if i shut it down and bring it back up
0: okay let's do that um
2: yeah. then you know it'll take a minute or whatever but uh that might that might kick it in the in the gear.
0: Yeah, it's like one day we come out, no problem. Next day we come, and like you know what? Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's wait for Skype to come back up. But uh, yeah, it's some shit they must have changed in Windows or whatever. But I think the music is uh part of what makes it cool for the guests. But we
0: can hear it in the chat room, right?
2: Yeah, the chat room should be able to hear the music fine. Um, it's only the guests. Let me see if this works now.
0: I respect my mind or I pray my dick get bigger.
2: nope ain't working all right, anyway, I'm calling back and we'll just do it without the music,
0: okay,
2: yeah, man, I don't know, I don't know uh let me That's see we, not yeah, just do it without the music It'll okay
1: we'll work on that after the show
2: all right man, um, I doesn't like the music's working, so we're just gonna do it without the music
1: I' but, I, I, I I've heard this song before the, the okay black people' song you know. I, 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 I,
2: I'll play the music for the people on the other side. You won't be able to hear it, but, uh, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll uh, just fake it. Let's just fake it. Let's fake it. Here we go.
2: We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's the game that everybody loves to play. Fucking with black people. Today's contestant. Well, he's not really a contestant. Well, we're gonna play some and read some articles from around the globe. And we're gonna sign points from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for fucking with black people points. Today's contestant is George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman is back, y'all. Ugh. George Zimmerman has finally set his boxing match. Okay. Uh where all the it should go to charity. Uh, fifteen thousand people applied to fight him. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, rappers such as The Game. Uh, the but he finally decided on a person to fight. Uh, DMX. DMX said he's gonna fight him. He promised a massacre to massacre Zimmerman in the ring if he got the chance. To be exact, he said, "I'm going to beat the living fuck out of him. I'm breaking every rule in boxing to make sure I fuck him right up." He then said he literally pissed on George's face. Um, the boxing match will be three rounds. George Zimmerman is thirty, the MX is forty three, but that's forty three in crack years. So he should have the strength of a twenty eight year old. Ah! If I'm doing this correctly. Uh
0: but uh he promises to uh this make him look terrible. Yeah, I mean he already looks bad, but it make him look even worse.
1: I just, I just don't see how he's gonna piss on his face when, when you got boxing gloves on, you can't maneuver into your shorts like that. Like, right.
2: Yeah, it doesn't logistically make sense. Uh, that was my number one problem with the whole thing too. Um, but, uh, other, my secondary problem is, uh, fuck George Zimmerman, man. And it's weird to me that people, like, one, he's a celebrity now at this point. I don't think you can argue it. Mm. And, uh, he's a celebrity for killing the black kid that's the problem Um, i I
0: had goddamn celebrity
2: um and it's weird to me that people want to participate in this because even like they're not gonna allow dmx to kill this man no they are not you know what i mean it's not like they're a charity event they'll probably have big ass gloves on neither one is a trained boxer like it's not gonna be good people are gonna pay to watch it and you know know, i'm sure some kind of way he'll make money off of it um, he's, you know, he's been selling these paintings and shit. So to me, I have to give this a hundred, but not only for George Zimmerman, a hundred for DMX.
0: Yes, for even a agreeing to do this bullshit.
1: We need to take 20% from Paul George to put it on top of the 100.
0: Right. Ah! 120%. Paul
2: George's baby is involved in this
0: too. Oh, shit. First time we ever did over 100.
2: Yeah. Nah, it's a, I give it a hundred. I'm just joking. I, I can't break my rules.
0: But, but
2: yeah, he gets a hundred.
1: Because on every level, it's just it's. There's no way th- to come out and this be a good thing in any way, shape, or form. Say yeah. that again.
2: All right, man. It's time for our other game. It's, isn't it sad that we got to the point with George Zimmerman where it's like I don't even be mad. I just be exasperated, like. And that's another mm. hundred. He's him and Don Lemon knocking it out the park this year.
1: I just, I wish he, we could just ignore him and he could go away, but it's just not it, gonna it, happen. No. Yeah. If people
2: uh, did, he would, but they're not. I saw some people trying to start a petition to boycott the fight and to, to embarrass the promoter into getting the fight to, to go, to not do it.
0: Mm-mm, they don't care. Uh, but
2: unlike um, the juror who was writing the book about the Trayvon Martin case, I feel like I mean I hope I hope they can do it. By the way, I'm not rooting against them, but I feel like it won't work because Mm-mm. this promoter wants the negativity. Like,
0: yeah, they think
2: people will watch because they're mad, not yes, the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where you can embarrass somebody. Like, you can't embarrass somebody that has no shame. You sure can't. You know, shout out to Peyton Manning. <laughs> All right, man, let's play our other game. Like I said, Dylan can't hear the music, but I'll sing it for the audience. Here we go. For some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. I said, now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play articles from all over the globe. And we ask our guest today, Dylan of the Deceptic Comics, and dill is on. On uh online and also the Dylan one on Twitter to guess the race. Dylan, are you ready to play some guess the race?
1: I think I'm ready. All right. Okay. Let's get started. All right.
2: Lowville, New York. Ooh. Authorities have charged a northern New York woman and her boyfriend because the woman's two year old daughter used their cell phones to dial 911 a total of 15 times last month. Village of Lowville Police Officer Matthew Martin says 23-year-old Heaven Britton and her (laughs) 33-year-old boyfriend, Jason R. Hatcher, told him they tried to keep their phones away from the persistent toddler, but the girl kept getting them and dialing 911. Martin spoke to the couple Wednesday after Lewis County 911 dispatchers reported that a child had called 14 times in January. Martin said that the child called 911 a 15th time later that night he charged a couple the next day with obstructing governmental administration. Martin says a girl called nine one one three more times Friday but hasn't made an emergency call since then. Guess the race of both of her parents
1: I was gonna say this 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 sounds interracial to me uh
2: they're both the same race for the record.
1: oh they are oh yeah heaven
2: is heaven Britain and Jason R Hatcher both the same race i w- I would never try to trick you like that.
1: Ugh. No, now I'm a little stumped. Mm, let's go. Do, do you want to? Do you uh, want to? Just, just the fact that this happened so many times mm-hmm. without something, I'm gonna go white. Okay. Just, just because it happened so many times, Uh it was just like a one or two kind of thing, and then they got in trouble. I would have gone black, but I'm going. I'm gonna go white on this.
2: Yeah, I remember my brother tried to pull the "I'm gonna call nine one one on you" mm-hmm. thing on my dad one time, and. uh we were at a basketball court that I don't think we were supposed to be in at the time, but we knew the the coach at the gym and he would just let everybody in. They would play ball secretly and then leave, close the gym up. Mm-hmm. So the police came out to the gym and they said, did uh, somebody call us? And of course they saw a bunch of black dudes playing ball. And they're like, did uh, some of y'all break in here? <laughs> who, who authorized this? Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, Lord.
2: Yeah. The coach had to come and like, almost got in trouble with his job. And so uh, my brother got a whooping in the bathroom. So, Never called 911 again. I bet you did. But, uh, yeah. So here's the, uh, here's the guesses in the chat. Wiz (laughs) Naive. Hipster parents who allow their children to discover their own path. Black. Ha! Wiggity. White. Mickey and Mallory. Mickey and Mallory. Black children would not have made it past (laughs) two without a whooping. White. Double Y Pride. White. Named Heaven and not Never Navia. <laughs> oh, that's good. Name Heaven and not Navia White. Mickey and Mallory White. The hipster plague that Aaron Rand Freeman combats daily. White. Whities who think Macklemore should have won its Grammy. Oh, the correct answer is, is everyone got it. White. White. Oh,
1: thank God. You
2: got it correct. <laughs> that's right. Dylan's one for one so far.
0: Wow. <laughs> and 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 could you could you imagine if some shit do happen? It was like that's that baby calling again.
2: Here's uh, another article, guys. This is from Temecula, California. Ugh. A man is accused of pulling a gun on a Girl Scout when she came to his door selling cookies. <laughs> ah. you know, what kind of evil? What was in them cookies? Kind of evil mother. The same thing that's in every Girl Scout cookie: crack, drugs, crack. One hundred percent pure crack and a little bit of sugar. <laughs> Those fucking cookies are delicious. That's why they sell them like dope deals. You got to do a hand to hand around the corner and the. You, you pay your money to somebody else. Um try I try to give my money directly to the Girl Scout and then the fucking like the the, the <laughs> den mother popped out of nowhere. Yeah, the troop leader was like mm-hmm. said so you a fucking cop, huh? You a cop nigga?
1: Huh? Try to, try to on the corner, meet Peacock. Yeah.
2: Same time. Same time. Uh but yeah, so uh Police arrived at the scene on Sunday after receiving an assault with a deadly weapon call and arrested the suspect (laughs) fifty nine year old John Dodrill of Temecula, California. According to police, the victim, a minor, was going around the neighborhood selling cookies when Dodrill allegedly opened his door and pointed a gun at her. The girl's father saw the alleged confrontation and called authorities. Doddrill was arrested without incident, and police said a weapon was seized as evidence in the case. Guess the race of John Doddrill. Girl Scout Cookie hater
1: mm. Mm. I don't know if any black people will be reacting like that to cookies unless they had diabetes mm. uh, I don't know if you double white me on this John Dodger gun Girl Scout, what happened to him?
2: uh he is let's see what they do. He was arrested without incident. Police said a weapon was seized as evidence in the case.
1: Uh yeah, then, then he, this dislike.
2: All right, let's check the chat room. <laughs> see what these people believe. A white man standing his ground. Oh, Grand Torino white. And that movie is terrible. It's only it's just a movie about racism. It's not even good. <laughs> it's like I'm an honorary old white man that hates I'm like this is believable. How did this win an Oscar? Uh, one who can't eat those cookies because he has the sugar black.
1: That's what I was thinking. Bought tickets yeah.
2: to the Zimmerman fight. White, one with gluten allergy. The most, <laughs> the most possible white man. Bathroom conversationalist. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's new. Uh, angry white conservative Olympic athlete white. <laughs> I think you mean winter Olympic athlete white. And a hates women. White hates women. How did white <laughs> men get that? <laughs> That is uh I feel like some brothers need to get that one too, but anyway, the correct answer is, is white. white Dylan got it right
1: I'd like to thank God first of all, uh you know uh, without him, none of this would be possible. I think my record label uh judge a lot records uh, that's I'd
2: exact. Say, that's exactly what that stripper said when she filed that positive pregnancy test. <laughs> Um, and of course, uh, boo to the person who guessed black.
1: I mean, it could that that, that diabetes stuff is real. You know, if, 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 you know, if, if more had happened, I might have guessed black. If more had happened to the dude.
2: Mm, Yeah. I can understand why that would be close. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging but you got it right, which is the only thing that, that truly matters when it comes to this. Um, all right. Here's the last story. This is for Uh, double. Double the points, double the race. Let me play the bonus music, even though Dylan can't hear it. I'll I'll
1: keep dancing nonetheless. Double the points, double the race. Double the points
2: and the race. That's right. It's double the points, double the race in the bonus round with Dylan, who is now two for two. Are you getting nervous now?
1: uh i may have uh peed myself a little bit now to All add right. to it
2: it is ah. black history ma so it's, yeah. it's right on time Yes. Yeah. mesa mesa arizona mm. an arizona kindergarten teacher faces 26 counts of indecent exposure and one count of child abuse after he allegedly removed a six-year-old girl's shirt that left her naked from the waist up in a packed classroom
1: Wait, start start over again, please.
2: An Arizona kindergarten teacher faces twenty six yeah. counts of indecent exposure, gotcha, and one count of child abuse after he allegedly removed a six year old girl's shirt that left her naked from the waist up in a packed classroom. Okay. Thomas Washburn, fifty four, who teaches at Adams Elementary School in Mesa, was arrested Wednesday when the incident reportedly occurred. Police said something upset Washburn who started shouting in the classroom filled with two dozen youngsters and the outburst frightened the victim and she hid her face in the top of her shirt. The victim's mother said her daughter was born prematurely and is developmentally delayed. According to a police report. Wow. Officer said Washburn told the girl to take her face out of her shirt. When she did not comply, he went to her and completely removed her shirt, leaving her naked from the waist up in front of her classmates for about 10 minutes. (gasps) The girl broke down crying. Washburn eventually returned their clothing. When the victim's mother arrived at the school to pick up the child, Washburn told the parent what he had done. She was extremely upset and immediately contacted the principal's office. Yeah, yes. Told on himself. Detectives arrested Washburn was taken to Mesa Police Headquarters for an interview. He declined to answer any detective's questions. He was booked at the time for one count of child abuse and one count of indecent exposure. Police said at the time of the incident, there was one adult aide in the classroom. What was they thinking?
1: What the hell?
2: Yeah, uh, you sure you want to do
1: that, bro? I <laughs> yeah, I am not think I'm, that's I'm, appropriate. T-
2: yeah, she gonna do what I say. Get them titties out, little girl. On Thursday morning, nubs. Yeah, cause I don't care. Get them titties <laughs> out. I, you gonna get them out like you Eddie Murphy daughters up in here?
0: I ain't no titties, ain't no six.
2: On Thursday morning, detectives continued their investigation and added an additional twenty-four counts of indecent exposure. One for each student present at the time of the incident, police said. <laughs> That's right. All charges were dropped after he released a pretty good movie. Everybody said he probably ah. didn't even do it. Who knows? <laughs> Nobody was there. How can we even tell? Uh, Mesa Public Schools issued the following statement <laughs> Thursday afternoon. Thomas Washburn has been placed on, paid, administratively and is aside to and aside to home the district will use the police findings as a basis for any future employment action against Washburn our first priority is the safety and security of our students and we are working uh with the police please contact Mesa PD for information regarding the incident he's been employed since 2006 by the Mesa Public Schools and his only assignment has been a teacher at Adams Elementary Uh, A profile of Washburn on the school website quotes Washburn is saying, in part, having been certified for foster care and licensed for adoption, I'm looking forward to becoming a single father for the first time. I'm waiting the placement of children in my home. In the meantime, I have enjoyed the opportunity of taking care of several children on a respite basis. Uh, Authorities said their investigation is continuing. His favorite movies on Facebook were Blue Jasmine. <laughs> uh, his favorite, uh, his favorite album was R. Kelly. Seems like you're ready. Uh, guess the race of Mister. Uh, what was his first name? Uh, Thomas Washburn.
1: I don't even want to play anymore. That was like an hour long. Just, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I want to go white just okay. cause, but like, I feel like it's like, am uh, my goal for the the, the triple or nothing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes black people do take it too far when punishing, though. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think the teacher's assistant might have been black and been like, "Listen, I'm just gonna stay out of this. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna get involved." Start texting their friends and shit. I could, I could see that happening. Like, you can't believe what this
0: <laughs> shit is happening. I ain't got my degree yet. I ain't saying nothing.
1: <laughs> I might, I might be raising for just assuming this dude is white too. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Miley special. All, I'm right. all white everything
2: check the chat room and see if macklemore comes away with this one as well
1: oh god
2: old white man whose fucking gene kicked in at the wrong time oh. Taken in for an interview paid <laughs> leave white <laughs> uh, president of the woody allen fan club p word uh masturbates to woody allen films and hopes to one day marry his adopted daughter white the color of paul george's face after getting that phone call and hearing i'm late (laughs) as a ghost paid leave one who learned everything he knows from holocaust films 54 (laughs) kindergarten teacher male paid leave mr rogers getting touchy white oh lord uh ain't Uh. no black people in mesa white (laughs) paid (laughs) paid leave sounds white but washburn is black so i'm gonna say black and Ashley says white, the correct the answer, answer is, is for all the marbles. Dylan, you got it right. He was white.
1: Ugh, what were my instincts on that? The yeah. last name, the last name almost threw me for a bit, but goddamn. You believed in yourself? Yeah,
0: go with your first instinct. I tell yep. people that. You trusted your gut? I thought you were gonna fuck it up, man.
2: You were overthinking it.
1: I I mean yeah I do that but but you got it yeah. right
0: man I'm
2: proud of you bro um
1: that was uh, a little too much like it just It's just the fact that it just kept going and going I was like oh god
2: yeah it's way too much detail it's been a black man would just been a man arrested for taking the shirt off yeah paid be- <laughs> paid
0: leave dog they paid you to go away come on right
2: right um and the one person got it wrong so of course boo to them um boo 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 um let's talk about <laughs> the last thing before we leave the most important thing the reason we do the show. All this shit is just to get you guys to understand and be aware of the sword ratchetness that is coming around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys? That's what this is about. You think I care about this comedy? You think I care about Woody Allen? No. Well, I'm more likely at this age to be killed by a man with a sword than Woody Allen.
0: Yeah, do you got swords, sweetie?
1: i mean i i did take samurai sword classes for like a year last year and i do own a sword that's hanging in my apartment right now so wait you took classes though
2: yeah okay i might be okay with that not, not enough of these motherfuckers these motherfuckers go to comic con buy a fucking cloud atlas fucking sword or some shit like and then they <laughs> run around talking about some like yeah i i got a sword i'm bad and they kill their friends and shit over a game of Dungeons and Dragons. And it's not cool because they didn't have training. I'm okay with the people that get training. That's all I really want is responsible uh, sword ownership.
1: Yeah, I, I have not taken the sword back out since I stopped taking the classes. It's just hanging on my wall. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it nah. should
2: only be there to draw blood. It's like a gun. Yeah. You don't yeah. just take your gun out and play with it. It's not a fucking toy. Sword is not a toy, people. It sure ain't. It cuts. And of course this happened in Hernando County, Florida. Of course. Oh, Florida! A 25-year-old Hernando County man is facing two counts of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, at the deputies say he threatened his mother, why, and brother with a sword. Thursday, Those people night. get it too. Exactly. Blood, Everybody get some blood. Might be thick in water, but it can still be cut by a sword. Bradley Finters is being held without bond, according to an arrest report. Finters and his mother engaged in a verbal argument. And when she tried to get into his bedroom, he threatened her and then his brother with a sword. Oh my! Fenters' mother and brother were able to leave the house unharmed, even though Fenters followed them and struck the, the struck the door several times with the sword. Cause you know, probably don't respect his mama.
0: You know he don't.
2: <laughs> I, can, I can't even imagine. You know these people are white, cause I can't even imagine any scenario where my parents leave their house because of me. Like, they would have shot my ass like motherfucking Marvin Gaye, dawg. Like oh, that, uh, the <laughs>
0: black pants, yeah. That nigga was crazy. Yeah, but like, I don't know why he thought I was going to leave, and I paid the goddamn bills right. here. One of us had to go, and it sure wasn't going to be me. Go,
2: They were calling the fucking ambulance for me. Like, just come get them.
0: Yep, they'd have been called. Been called Sir,
2: is everything okay? It's not going to be, be okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm
0: so, about to go to jail. Y'all right. better come on down here, because if you don't be down here the next five minutes, it's going to be a dead black boy in my front yard.
2: Finter's mother and brother were able to leave the house. Uh, Finter was taken into custody near Nucky Road and, and Hurricane Drive. Shh. Deputies say Finter's told them he threw the sword in a neighbor's yard. They found the sword in that yard and arrest report states multiple <laughs> slash marks. He
1: threw the sword she like he dropped a, the sword like it was, like it was a gun he was trying to get rid of. Right. Yeah.
2: He
0: didn't take the class you took.
2: Like it's the motherfucking, uh, uh, oh my God, the Godfather. Oh so <laughs> God. with a sword. Uh, he threw it oh. in the neighbor's yard. An arrest report states multiple slash marks made by a sword were found inside the resident, as well as uh parts of the ha- sword's handle. It was a cheap ass so The wow. sword was breaking while he was doing it though. Handle was breaking. Cause it wasn't kept in good condition. He probably, you know, it was some shit he got at the flea mall and decided to kill people. A background check showed he had been arrested seven times in the past two years, but still his parents thought it was cool he had a sword. The charges against him range from violating probation to assault. So you know, way to way to raise a good kid, guys.
1: Bringing bringing dishonor among your family.
2: Exactly. Wow. It's not something a sword owner should be doing. That's against the samurai code.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: Anyway, man, it's been an episode of the Blackout Tips, last one of the week. Finally got Dylan on the show. Thank Uh, you, sweetie. Thank you for coming, man. No problem, dude. We appreciate you coming on the show. We do. Check him out, the deal uh dillison.com. Yeah. Dillison.com. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter. You know, if you're in Connecticut, you know, go see the Deceptor Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh if you're in uh New York, go see him at his free show that he's doing.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and uh follow him on Twitter, The Dylan One. The Dylan One. Um and our sponsors were Shadow Doll Productions. Make sure you guys go check them out um they're doing shorts for cancer they give you a movie twenty nine dollars all the proceeds go to fighting cancer um and uh me and karen are in it Uh, so we make our film acting debut Debut. and not after the credits congrats thanks man no problem you You know credited on on itunes imdb so uh thank you so much everybody for listening all the live chatters man y'all guys were cool man uh we appreciate it and uh We'll be back uh, Saturday for our feedback show. Mm -hmm. So until then, I love you. You too, baby.
1: Thank, Thank you.